Yes. There we go. Okay, make okay. sure I have everything off mute this time. Okay. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, everybody, welcome back. We are officially live. Welcome back to another Crystal Coven Chimeras episode of D&D Tomb of Annihilation. Welcome back. So, when we last left off with our campaign, we kind of did a little bit of a redux. Uh, we had quite an interesting session where... Um, all of the Crystal Coven Chimera's mercenary, com uh, mercenary, I say that every time, mercenary company had met the overwhelming power that is Force Grey. Force Grey, of course, is the kind of ticking clock mechanic that is hunting all three parties across all three of our games, two of which we don't stream, one of which we do stream, which is this one. We play Monday, Friday, and on Saturday, which is obviously every other week. But Force Grey is after the war. They're kind of out out and about in the world hunting the three Centaurum-aligned parties. You met them and they had assassinated one of your elite soldiers who was part of the Black Sun, which is the elite order of... kind of the knightly order of the Centaurum. So it's Centaurum, so knightly order is a stretch. And I'm going to see how fast... I don't know why my camera keeps turning off. I might have to just switch to Discord and have like the camera over there. Uh, give me one second to turn this back on. But in the meantime, you had an interesting confrontation with them, wherein they had assassinated one of your guides, Elena, again, a member of the Black Sun, which is the Nightly Order, Special Forces. Force Grey are the Special Forces of your enemy, the remnants of the Lord's Alliance, the Harpers, the Order of the Gauntlet, who had formed into a new faction known as the Dawn of Ever Concord. Force Grey is the special forces unit that's a carryover from the Lord's Alliance, carryover from the old guard, the old ways, and they're being used by Sir Jameson Arator, the new faction leader of this combined force of Lord's Alliance, Order of the Gauntlet, and Harpers. Sir Jameson Arator has deployed them to both gather information and to hunt down the members of the Black Sun and members of the Centaurum elite uh, forces. In this case, that also includes the party members, especially the Monday group, which is kind of their own special forces unit. So during that confrontation, you had encountered, after a very intense, emotionally driven, emotionally charged, spiritually driven encounter, you had come face to face with a surprising sight but with the raven queen herself who is distraught with the fact that force gray has now attempted to murder and was successful with murdering one of her servants during the monday campaign a black sun agent one of the best black sun agents known as ravania she was the servant of the raven queen elena was kind of a secondary but with a fall at Asimar in the party, and also with the assassination of Elena in your party, and most of you being powerless to, to stop it, the Raven Queen had descended from the heavens and had offered you her blessing. And you found out that your barbarian has, uh, your Asimar barbarian has a strange connection to the Raven Queen. And the Raven Queen has some kind of strong bond with Rhys, your Asimar barbarian. This was after another tense situation where you had 
experimented with necromancy and gained the favor of a coven of night hags who work for Acerarak. <laughs> and this is where we find ourselves. One last thing to mention, which is very important. Your guide, Salida, who you discovered to be untrustworthy, uh, and who has been feeding information on your actions, whereabouts, and location to the forces of Asararak in the lost city of Omu for the entire time. It, it has basically just been a front. She successfully duped all of you, and Trey was finally validated as you had a summary, <laughs> summary execution. A summary execution of Salida, your guide, who was actually a Yonti. So after your encounter with the Raven Queen and with the Order of the Gauntlets at Camp Vengeance, which was a hairy situation, and then with Force Grey and the Raven Queen, you had also in the process befriended a Frost Giant who had taken a liking to your bard, Nim, who is looking especially lovely today, and I'm so excited that they are in full cosplay. I am very excited. I'm doing the Matt Mercer, I'm just wearing a t-shirt, but I don't have wristbands or anything, you know, so. Um, but this is, I think, the full recap. I think we've covered everything. Does anyone have anything they want to add that I missed? Any important little tidbits? I think that's the basic summary. I, I was just going to say that Trey has been wanting to, we met Salida in session free. He's been wanting to kill her for like five sessions and finally. Yes. Finally, that's finally you have finally been validated. validated. <laughs> <laughs> so after, after your encounter with the Raven Queen, you, you and the dream. The dream. Oh, yes, yeah. there was a bit of a dream where you had encountered potentially some Uthgardian tying in the Friday campaign. Some Uthgardian deities, which in our world is essentially the Norse, Norse mythology, the Norse pantheon, and you had found yourself standing over a battlefield with both Centaurum and Dawn Viper Concord soldiers strewn and littered through the battlefield and wading through a sea of corpses. You had encountered in this dream, this shared dream, a hooded figure with a, a staff and a raven cawing from the tree, and you had been warned that a pending apocalypse was coming. Hey, we got the widgets to work. <laughs> awesome. Oh, Thank nice. you. Thank you, Voice of Wind, for the follow. Pretty cool, right? I, I know they're, they're pretty basic alerts, but I got them to work the other day over you know, the course of the weekends. But oh, yeah. thank you for the follow. It's like a little thing. I'm, I'm going to customize them eventually at some point. But for now, <laughs> we just have a little generic, but the black and gold kind of fit with the Zentarum theme, black and gold colors. In this dream, you had been warned of a pending apocalypse of Ragnarok and how it was coming to Faerun from beyond the stars. Uh, some of you might be familiar with exactly what this is. I'm looking at the Warlock and the Dark Paladin. <laughs> you know exactly with which the Uthgardian deities are, are warning you about. We have no idea. We're just, we're just, we're just little mortals. What are you insinuating, Eric? <laughs> Get Exactly, yes, is the key word. So, <laughs> Can't you, guilty yet. you have yet to officially complete your long rest. It's dawn is but a couple of hours away, and you are left reeling in the situation where Elena, having recently been resurrected by the Raven Queen, and your frost giant friend, 
who was very eager to help, but I think the general consensus was that fighting Forest Grey might have been a mistake, even with the assistance of your new Frost Giant friend. Again, who has an interesting dynamic with our bard now. I'm very excited to see <laughs> to see how that develops and where that goes. We're, we're, we're here for it. <laughs> yes, we are. Oh yeah, you all got those necklaces, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You were all granted obsidian necklaces of warding from the Raven Queen to potentially help keep you safe from prying eyes, which, for all intents and purposes, is Force Gray. They did leave with a sample of your blood, reluctantly, and in the chaos of everything, that was part of their agreement and part of leaving alive was allowing the Blood Hunter. Damien Garrett to take a small sample of all of your blood. So this is where we're going to pick up the session. It's a lot of recap. So Elena and your frost giant companion and all of you are just still kind of a little bit dumbfounded by the events of the previous the previous week, the previous session. And still reeling from this chaos, you find yourselves sitting around the burning embers of your campfire and just having a moment to reconnect and speak with each other about what had transpired. I think most of us had turned into the night except for Dune and the giant who have taken the last and final watch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Nim and Reese are drinking away Reese's <laughs> with Tej. Um... Can can Trey kind of like get out of the tent and kind of drag um, Salida's body out of the fire for a hot second to try and skin her scales? If you want, I would like to descale her. So that would be a bit of make an athletics check just to see if you can grab quick enough without getting burned from the fire. Where my rolls at? Yeah, so Trey just kind of goes into the fire and drags Salida's body out, and then make a survival check for me. I'm going to, um, I'm gonna have to log in from my <laughs> lateral camera here, so bear with me a second. Oh no! Rip. Not good. Uh, you uh, you are essentially just uh, content warning here for her brutality. Uh, and gore. Um, I'll give that a few seconds. But you are essentially... I'll give a thumbs up when we're done here for a content warning. You're essentially just basically making a mockery and, and butchering this, this corpse of poor, uh, poor Salida as you attempt to remove scales, but you are unable to do so. And you're just kind of carving into this this corpse. So thumbs I mean... up. Thumbs up. We're good now for anyone that muted. <laughs> He's just gonna kind of frown and be like, I guess this is why you don't skin with a long sword and just yeah. throw it back on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then go to sleep. God damn it. He feels very just like, damn it. I tried. You tried, and that's all that matters. <laughs> I wanted the scales to add to my necklace. <laughs> I mean, I'm still so mad that I forgot to get that guy's teeth. Do you want Salidas? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna give me Salidas teeth. 
I have a feeling we got lots of tea, but Polina's head's definitely gone. It went straight in the fire. Yeah. Oh. We'll the skeleton for me. Her skull. Sorry. Yeah. Your yeah, yes. dreams for the rest of the night, again, you had had the shared dream after everything as you returned to, to rest with this mysterious hooded figure and the raven and the staff and the, the battlefield full of bodies with one Zentarum soldier remaining standing along with the rest of you and then this mysterious cloaked figure warning you about the coming apocalypse, about Ragnarok in the future, that you and your companions were the only thing that could stand against it. Other than that, you have a relatively peaceful night's sleep. Other than the the thoughts that are weighing heavily on you, especially with Espe, with the threats from Force Grey about knowing the location of Allery's child. Uh, Eventually, morning does come. I'd like someone to roll a d20 for the weather for me, please. I'll do it. I will do it. Last time I rolled the dice, Force, force Grey came. That was dirty 100. <laughs> All right, 16. Okay. So, but yeah, Gabe, you're banned from rolling dice. <laughs> well, hey, special special event dice. Yes, yeah. Sixteen. The weather <laughs> is. You wake up to the chirping sounds of jungle, the aggressively loud chirping sounds of toucans and jungle parrots, and God, distant roars. <laughs> and it, it's quite an alarm clock, but you all do officially complete a long rest. So that Ooh. is a positive. <laughs> As the last vestiges of the embers of the campfire burn out, the relatively cool evening it gives way to the heat, and your giant companion almost immediately begins to sweat and lose some layers. She has a jacket that has a light jacket with fur lining, but she's just almost in kind of like a bikini now, so. Kind of like uh, Tarna from Heavy Metal. That's that's her kind of get up. I love that. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I mean, she, she's a frost giant, and you're in the jungle. <laughs> looking. <laughs> looking respectfully. There's, there, so, so this, this is the one situation, as, as a bit of a feminist, this is the one situation where I can find and justify a use for the bikini armor. <laughs> on a, on a frost giant in the jungle. That yeah. makes sense like to that. me. It'd be like that. Is, hey, Rory, is, is Nim staring? <laughs> Respectfully. I was just gonna Trey, say, that's coming. Trey gets, out of the tent. Trey gets out of his like, tent, like, looking like in a, a lot better mood than usual. And then like he walks out, like, axe in hand, just chilling, and then looks at Nim staring at Fyra. <laughs> And just like, and kind of bonks them. <laughs> yeah, she's Reese uh... rolls rolls out of the tent, completely hungover. Got that trauma brain. Got that hungover. Not having a good time. <laughs> Every now and then, when the ice giant looks away from Dune, he'll just be like, "Oh God, I hate yeah. that thing." Like, I like look at the frost giant and I'm like, I can't do okay. it properly. 
Yeah, so she, she she puts she puts her coat into into her bag and is just kind of stuffing, you know, bedrolls and things like that and whatever she was using and that had a headset for the evening back into her pack and slings it over her shoulder and kind of stretches out and kind of starts flexing a little bit, stretching out, flexing her muscles in this armored bikini and then just takes her great axe and just kind of slings it over her shoulder. It's like, where are we ready, are we ready yeah. to go? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet and then um and then i go and try to remove all the teeth from the now cooled skull hopefully um, survival check okay That's... get off that teeth get also... off that teeth you know what? i'm gonna roll my actual dice because i don't okay. trust the roll 20 dice there okay. all right here we go I don't trust them, so we shall roll my skeleton dice because it seems fitting. Yeah, boys. <laughs> Let's see. That's gonna be a seventeen. Okay. Sure, you were able to remove both of the auntie yes. earbuds and sizes. Alright. Um I give <laughs> I give the bottom teeth to all in your trophies. <laughs> to try. <laughs> And I had to keep the top teeth. I put them on the necklace from the Raven Queen. <laughs> um, I put them on the necklace. I have I have a feather and I have the Raven Queen amulet and now teeth on okay. this necklace. That's pretty bomb as hell, I think. So, so you have you have the black feather that had fallen from the heavens onto your shoulder. You have the obsidian yeah. onyx raven pendant and also one of the teeth. Two teeth, but yes. Okay. Uh Trey takes out the necklace with a skeleton foot and a dinosaur tooth that he found after a dinosaur race and starts spreading the teeth in. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Murder hobos. I now <laughs> have, I, I have joined the bone club, you guys. The bone club? I just realized. Oh my god. <laughs> Not the best name. It's a great name. So you start packing up your tents. <laughs> <laughs> You start packing up your tents and smothering the remaining embers of the fire and making sure that the smoke and the steam is, is even, that you're not leaving a trail to the best of your ability. Packing up everything that you need to and slowly returning back from the campsite into the... But then you have a moment where you realize that you killed your river guide. We can't... We also can't be on a boat with a... Frost giant, I don't know how she will fit on the boat. Well, I'm talking about meeting up. Yeah, the well, the ring isn't that way. The ring is further into the forest. That's yeah, that's the edge. The red agent, right? Also, she's happy to travel I'm proficient alone. In, I'm proficient in using water vehicles, so I can drive the boat. Sorry, <laughs> you're what? I'm proficient in water vehicles what? from my background. Are you really? Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, I also had a rowboat, but I left it. Um, it's not. I had a rowboat. I think it's on our ship. Well, <laughs> but, but yes. In that case, Ethira, you've been hiding from us that you were proficient with water vehicles. We could have gotten her to do this so much sooner. The only reason we were keeping her around was because we needed her to drive the boat. 
Listen, I wasn't there when you guys picked up Salida. Oh Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't uh, either. Switching back to the player's map of Chult. All I know is suddenly we had a new person that... Yeah, I know. I, like, pulled up Trey and suddenly it. there's a new person Trey hated and I'm like, why aren't they here then? I don't know. But, but yes, I am proficient in water vehicles. Okay. That's a good question, because we need... We don't know where the ring is, and we were heading for the ring, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, oh, so, so Ethira says this actually might be the perfect spot to trek further into the west. The trail that I was able to pick up on leads further towards the Mistcliff Mountains. And Hella just kind of takes a minute to... Who would like to assist Hella with a survival check? Uh, I think Allery I can. Will. I think I, I have a three. I only I have, have a three. <laughs> Go, Allery. Yep, Allery. All right, so Allery, Allery. You're, you're assisting? Yeah, and I am proficient, so. Okay. All right, so this time Allery, instead of Freeze, takes the time to scout the horizon along with the assistance of Hella and just kind of panning over in the distance. You take the time to gather your surroundings and uh, try to look for landmarks. Side note, Allery has not said a word since waking and has a resting bitch face. Same thing with Elena. Elena just seems to be very distraught. She's pale <clears throat> and looks just very much shook by the whole situation. So, Allery, as you... The only words reset was not too. yet... The only words reset was not yet in response to are we ready to leave because <laughs> he wanted to steal some teeth. Right yeah, that's oh, a 29. Check, so, that's a survival check? Yeah. Holy. Yeah, Hella's no joke. Oh, Hella. She almost crit cool. that roll. Hella Fireheart Hackenstein. Yeah. So, Hella just kind of takes a minute to and she just kind of smells the air and looks up at the at the sky and just, you know, really kind of gets a handle on her surroundings and says bit of sulfur and bit of sulfur and salt to the south mountain air from the west a foul stench from the east i'd say that would put us about right on course actually if we continue west we might be able to reach mabala by nightfall. Let's do it! Is that a ruin? Go! Thank you, Blade White Falcon, for the follow. Ah. If we continue west past Mabala, that should be where Oralunga is located. So if we continue trekking west, it seems as if Potentially, this also coincides with our friend Hella's goal, as Thera seems to think that the trail of this Arctic climber seems to head west into the jungle. So, first stop, Mabala. Second stop, Orulunga. Mabala, again, um, is uh, a village where the locals used to live. I'm not quite sure uh, the current status of the city, but or the town, settlement, but... I think the original plan was to continue west. Also, Mabala is on an elevated plateau. If we can get up there, we can probably see across within 
a few hundred miles in all directions. It's a popular landmark, especially being on this side of the river, just to be able to get your bearings, but been hearing some stories lately that I might be haunted and that the people there might uh, have been dispersed or dying out for some reason, so definitely exercise a word of caution as we approach, but it is probably the most ideal place to scan the horizon. And, uh, Two again, more locks in the morning. It's gonna be fun. Get our bearings. The choice um, is yours. We can just continue south through the Aldani Basin, but I think the original plan was to pursue west to Mabala, as you had that strange mystic who had said, Seek wisdom at Oalunga! Something, something like that. Who is speaking right now? Hella. No, oh, oh. What voice is that? I don't know. <laughs> Some kind of awful Scottish accent. I forgot oh, voice but... Uh, to get to Mabala, we'd be moving up by foot, right? Yep. Mm. What are we gonna do with the boat? We can keep it here for later. What if someone takes it? Yeah, we killed them. We can pull it onto shore and hide it. Yeah. yeah. Big brain. Some of those things where you cover up with tree branches and whatnot. Whoever wants to hide it, make a sleight of hand check. Or if you have two people that are proficient, one can give the other one advantage. I'm proficient in sleight of hand. Okay, anyone else? Dune rolled a 25. Yeah. Oh, Dune, oh you already rolled. Okay. So wow. Dune just went for it. Yeah, Dune just. <laughs> the, the tabaxi just goes Dune and starts even... dragging the boat over and. Elena we and Thera go to else. assist. Like... <laughs> between all of you, you putting really <laughs> between all of you putting your brains together, you are very easily able to find almost the perfect hiding spot for your boat, covering it with foliage and placing it in a kind of a hollow divot in the ground, and just covering it up almost completely with some local uh, foliage that you take the time to cut down and to reposition on top of your large war canoe. It takes we about never a, gonna find that again. takes about an hour. I'm <laughs> But oh. because you're in the jungle and you have the jungle birds and the very loud toucans in Paris that woke you up, you're only just before 8am. You've got plenty of time. And I'm the, just like squinting into like nothing right now. I'm like... Do you need help then? Current campsite is here. I'm Wait, good. Are you are you hungover? I might be. Yeah, it's like, how how's your head feel? Not gonna Trade, lie. Trade, not Trade, gonna lie. Me. It feels like <laughs> our friend the giant has squeezed my head between her thighs right now. Not the worst fate. Wait, that was Gabe, not Trey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trey kind yes, of please. reaches out his hands like, come here, buddy. <laughs> Come Me in. pulling up as a fucking lesbian, I... like. Come on. Nim just like. Let me, let me, let me help. Can I? Sure. I use lay on hands. Sounds... Five points of lay on hands to cure Reese from Gamble. <laughs> Daryl, better. God's bless you. <laughs> and you. Well then, I guess we are. Moving inland. So Dude what, is very excited to get going. What's Let's the go. plan as far as what to do with your giant friend? You can send her on ahead. She might move a little bit faster than all of you, or 
I thought we were keeping her with us. No. <laughs> yeah, because then she'll do all the bad things. And we'll have less to deal with. Yeah, I feel like if she travels with us, we're going to have an issue blending in. True. That's true. At all. Like, even with our two disadvantage rollers, we're still sneakier than a boss try. Yeah, she's so not. Who's disadvantage? Trey's disadvantage. She's not very sneaky enough. You're not disadvantaged. You you wear no armor, right? I don't have any armor. I've got that unarmored defense, baby. We should send her. Realistically, we should send her down. Yeah, send her ahead. If we travel by the forest, by the jungle's edge, we might be able to make good time. Where a little bit, the Aldani Basin, right where the edge of the basin meets the forest, is a little bit of grasslands that we can follow through. If we can get a move on now, we might be able to make it there before nightfall. And get to the top of the plateau and get a, a bearing of our surroundings and again using caution to see if we can investigate what exactly the hell's happened there if anything all moving toward it moving around that edge that she just described no words said just start moving all right all right Adri's got the right idea come on lads let's get a move on and she we'll just go. starts pushing herself Tune forward doing his what Ahead. He's skipping. Thyra <laughs> says, it seems as if the general consensus is for me to make my way a little bit more inland on my own, which I'm happy to do. We should rendezvous at Overlunga. At least, not sure of the exact location, but it is apparently a large ziggurat. It shouldn't be that hard to miss, especially given that it is nestled in the edge of the Miscliff Mountains. And a woman your size. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I we just will meet saw again. <laughs> plan. We'll definitely be seeing you. May the old father Later. bless your path and keep you safe. And she just <sighs> kind of starts thunder, uh, lumbering through the jungle to the west with her ar- like, with her bikini we... armor and her yeah, axe I mean, on her shoulder. Should we tell her that that wasn't the old father? That was the no, 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 no. no. Well, no. your your dream led you no. to believe that there's some connection between the Raven Queen and the <laughs> Uthgardian Pantheon. That's, Which is unsurprising. Yes. But... Uh, ravens are a, a big symbol, uh, uh, a major symbol in Norse mythology, and I've done a little bit of, of altering with our world to kind of incorporate some things. And that's kind of part of the purpose of the dream was to kind of connect those two a little bit. Um, when so, we start similar like, pantheon, moving but... along, Trey's going to try to uh, catch up with Valerie. Even if it means like speed up and like try and like put like a hand on their shoulder, be like, "Hey, so uh, last night, how you feeling?" Valerie reveals their thing of Tej they've been drinking. Ah, right. And he's just gonna nod and be like, "Listen." Somehow we will help your child. We just... How much of my Tej did Grace drink last night? I have my own Tej. Oh, okay, you drink your own. Cool. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just gonna be like, that whole thing with your child kind of messed up. We'll find a way to help them. But for now, stay focused. <laughs> I am finding a way to help them now. As soon as that damn snake gets back here. Valerie's going to be keeping an eye out for the damn snake. Okay. Beatrix. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and uh, just refresh my memory what the what the last mess the last message you sent was about what was happening at Camp Vengeance. The last message correct. was about the Dawn Vipers to Ethan Talroa when we were in Camp Vengeance. Okay. Before it, the missive, it was the missive and something else. Mm -hmm. was it the yeah, it's basically anything from uh, Camp Vengeance about the Dawn right, all the sensitive and intel. Yeah. All right. So, about two hours I'm into your journey. I'm walking behind everyone else. About two hours into your journey, your wish is, or your desire is granted, as about two hours in, landing on I think of Landing on Dune's shoulder is a winged snake that just <laughs> and very casually perches on Dune's shoulder, and you see its forked tongue just kind of like shoot out. And Hellor is gonna dead stop and like stride up to Dune, it's like, <laughs> just gonna be like oh, adjusting yeah. its wings and kind of cleaning its wings. And it does have a small missive um, attached to its one of its legs. Hollery's gonna hold out their hand Balance. and be like, "Sorry, dude. Do you mind if I take that? Oh, by all means, please. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you mind if I take that? The winged snake kind of <laughs> kind of scampers up over onto Allery's shoulder. As Allery's uh, gonna take off the little missive note. Okay. Hand it to Doom. It's like you can read it. I'm gonna read the missive, okay. and then Allery's gonna start writing their own. <laughs> All right, Dune great. always the one to be reading the missives over here. I know it's great. <laughs> it's okay. what Dune would want. Imagine if we had Milo from Journey to Atlantis traveling with us. He would want to read the missive. Yes. I want so, to know all the information. So the missive from Ifintelroa, signed by Ifintelroa, the Dread Lord of Chult, just says. We have had many problems with Force Greyers of late. I am concerned and disturbed to hear that they are following you here as well. They have given some of our allies on the Sword Coast in the north a great deal of difficulty, including our very own hybrid mercenary and wetworks agents between the Dragon Vaulters and the Iron Fangs. These the worst kind of snakes in Force Grey, comparable to rats would be a better word, are scurrying about the Sword Coast following and foiling our plans here and there. They are a thorn in all of our side and need to be crushed. The Perigost her said, and looks like there was something that was crossed out and changed from him to her as the Perigost took a different form. The Perigost has is gathering her forces in Waterdeep and assembling the, all of the Black Sun to her. They plan on striking out in strength against Forsgrave. In the meantime, do not engage until you have a bit more training and experience under your belt. They are the most dangerous entity on Faerun, and f scattered as the Black Sun is, we stand no chance of combating them. The Paragost herself has taken personal command of the situation. Thank you for your additional intel. It has been most enlightening to hear of Order of the Gauntlets, defying the orders of their own from Waterdeep and siding with Sir Jameis and Arator, the pompous prick. That being said, 
Let me know if you need anything specific in the meantime. Signed, Dreadlord Ifan Talbroa, Port Nyanzaru. Cool, Alare will probably have finished their, uh, writing their thing. Uh, I, that was the one that I, sorry, I needed that because I'm a little tipsy right now and I will not remember. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am too, but for different reasons. I, I took my uh, progesterone late and the progesterone makes me a little, whoo, makes me a little loopy. Okay, so we've had uh, many problems with Force Grey as of late. Concerned and distressed to hear they have followed. Okay. Oh, oh, this, oh, this is just you writing what I just said. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. I thought that was you responding, and I was like, oh, this is vaguely familiar. Okay, all right. So, you just send the same letter back. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying in response? What are you writing in response? That's it. Okay. I'm gonna give any additional information on where to find it. I'm literally a soldier in their ranks. They should know where my family is. Yes. Okay. Force Gray has threatened my child to protect him at all costs. And that will tie in the crate viper. Dash Allery. I'm like glowing on the second camera. It's uh-huh. it's wild. And I just unplugged my headphones. You got this nice glow going though. Uh, and then Allery is going to put that on Beatrix, say, Godspeed, come back quickly. And... <laughs> okay, so you reaffix the note to Beatrix's talent. Just... Wait, are you going to attach one of the amulets to it? There's no need. To give to your child? Oh. Bad idea. No, uh, I think the, well, do we have an extra? Because I don't have an extra. Is one for everyone. Oh, 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 I think, hold on. I think I get a thing that may allow me to not be trapped. Because of... The amulet on my thing. What is it called? The Obsidian Amulet of the Raven Queen. Just <laughs> nice and simple. What Give me a minute. I might, I might send my amulet with them. Obsidian so Amulet of the Raven Queen. It's a homebrew item. For now, we'll say that I do not attach it um, because I think okay. I have a thing that will be fine. Sure. We'll see. Okay. All right. So the time now is about it's about ten or so, ten o'clock in the morning, and Hella again. Before you would have started your journey, she would have deployed her incense once more as you see her striking up the and that kind of lavender, kind of slightly purpley tinged steamy smoke just begins to in a 15-20 foot radius or so. the most people have left? So, right. So, um, as far as insect repellent salve and as far as your incense, Hella is, again, it's, you're moving, it's, her incense would be about in a 20 foot radius and she has to re-spark the incense Every eight hours. The salve will last all day. The salve will last a full 24 hours, which is about 22 hours. I'll while they're next to Dune is going to give Dune a bit of salve and then put a bit of salve on themselves. Which you can do while walking. You can walk in and deploy, almost like putting on sunscreen type of thing. I have 17 uh, thick Vaseline oh petroleum jelly. Like, bleh, it's kind of... oh, how many do you have left? Because I think I we have the same number to start with. What number do you have for now? I have 34 right now. 
I have 37 on mine, so we should have roughly around 30, I think. No, because I've been giving mine to other people the entire time. You guys should have more than I do. So 34 is, I have 37, but I lost track, so 34 is probably correct. Okay, well, I counted 34 as the use of today's that I just put on, too. So, yeah. 34 not is gonna be. Good. I'm not gonna nitpick with your insect repellent that much. So, I forgot to be marking it off. For for the reference, I have like 17 uses of mine, but I'm also immune to disease, so I think I'm just not gonna use it. Give it to Dune, please. Yeah. If he would be so willing. Hey, Dune. Are you, I need to know if you're officially using it or not using it. I am. I mean, as far as Trey. Oh, I am. Nah, unless I'm just not gonna use it now. Okay. And then if it becomes an issue. Just hang around. Okay. Just hang around, Hella. You can do that too. You can you can hang around the incense. And she's moving at a pretty good pace, so okay. it's it's wafting as you travel pretty pretty uh, efficiently. I'm like walking behind everyone else. Okay. So like, as you approach looking back. As you approach high noon, just before, you can see in the distance a rising plateau of brown, uh, brownish-gray stone and verdant green on the top with vines stretching down across every corner of the plateau. It's really a beautiful sight, and it's about 20 to 20, 22 miles in the distance. And it's almost about noon. You're snacking on whatever you can throughout the day. And Hella just kind of turns around and is like, don't forget to hydrate. She takes a big swig of her giant kind of water skin and just kind of chugs it back and slides it back into the compartment on the side of the chair. Let me know if you need me to freshen up your water. Allery so, has a very dark laugh as they take another swig of their tea. The temperature... Allery takes another swig of her tea too. Trey is going to bunk both of them individually and say, drink water. No. <laughs> Reese lets herself be knocked, but refuses to drink water. <laughs> the temperature today is about 98 degrees. And warm. And by this time, you have all begun to sweat. Now, I need someone to please roll a d100 for me. I mean, for the day's travel. I feel like doing it. Trey, so, no. Insect repellent, I'm, check. I'm Hydration, it. check. Trey. Uh, all, of you will need to cons- all of you will need to consume a full gallon of water today, by the way. So, I one gallon. Two. I rolled a two. Imagine if I rolled a one, that'd be kind of hilarious. But no, I rolled a two. I rolled a two. Okay. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, let's see what oh we God, can come up with on the two. So we had a hundred, we had a one hundred and a sure two. two. I'm pretty sure I rolled a two, one. and I caused a tsunami. Well, a well, that's that's on the weather check because there is there is there's a different there's a different percent oh, okay. if you roll if you roll um a one to six or one to five on bad weather, and then you get rain, you roll again for a tropical storm. Oh god. It was a tropical storm. But you pulled uh, up with a fucking tsunami, like, hey. <laughs> in my, really in my head it was I a just, tsunami. But uh, it was a hurricane. 
really random. I just done the conversion of Fahrenheit to Celsius. Yeah, that bitch hot. Yeah. I was hot. How hot was it again? Um, how hot was it again? Like 92 or something. Gross. That's still not as hot as it gets in Texas. Yeah, uh, what, it's usually like 105, 106? Absolutely. So this is the, the, the terrain, the terrain by the jungle is, is following the tree line. It's a combination of jungle roots extending into this kind of combination marshland and wasteland as you're technically on the outskirts of the Aldani Basin, the Great Basin known to be the home to the lobster folk. So, that being said, I would like someone else to rule, because you're in kind of cross-terrain, if you wouldn't mind, Reese, actually, I would like you to roll a d4 for me. Okay. We'll go in order. Another two. Okay, so we'll call that... Ooh, okay. Nice. Uh Uh-oh. I'm scared. Very nice. I don't like the. Okay, no. Well, the the encounter that you landed on, you already had experience. So rather than be, you know, I don't like doing the same encounter twice. So I bumped you up to the next one, which is roll a d twenty for me. Me again? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, just rolling a ton of dice. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen. Fear. Okay. I'm afraid. <laughs> and roll one more for me. Roll another d20. Another d20? Yeah. D20 was for the number of enemies we're about to encounter. I'm not about it. 16. Okay. And then roll another d10 for me. Now you start rolling. A high. d10? Yep. For an encounter. Oh, no. oh my god. So many times. Five. Okay, and then roll one more d4. A d4. <laughs> Four. I am afraid. Nice. Around one o'clock in the afternoon, you see in the distance what looks to be a scattering of an old abandoned campsite. A couple miles in, but a mile or so in the distance. Is this what we're looking for? It's just a campsite, only no. you can see. Can I investigate it? So it takes another ten minutes or so, ten fifteen minutes to to get there through the uh, the kind of amalgamation of terrain that you're in. But let's check this. Good. Okay. Yeah. So eventually you come across the camp, and what's your? Did you already roll investigation? Uh, no, I can. Okay. Go ahead and roll investigation. And uh, whenever you roll, just let me know because I'm on the OBS screen. Thirteen. So as you're approaching cautiously together, you're somewhat exposed in the open, but you're fairly confident as you get closer and closer that it is an abandoned camp. You hear distant howls and creatures and dinosaurs and all the wild beasts in the jungle to the distance, but none of them seem to be approaching the edge of the Aldani Basin, which you've been traversing. The general area around you, other than the plateau in the distance, seems relatively devoid of life. At least in your current position. It's There's 
life forms everywhere. There's lizards and snakes and salamanders in the swamp. But as far as as far as life forms that you would be on the lookout for, monsters, things like that, giant dinosaurs, they seem to be isolated to the western or eastern, or sorry, the southern or northern jungles or the mountains ahead of you. In the distance on the plateau, you do see a few. You do see a few figures, a, do, a few specks on the skyline, flying around just for a brief moment before disappearing. But the campsite ahead of you seems to be empty, and you're pretty confident as you continue and get closer and closer that doesn't appear to doesn't appear to be anything. Not a not a high roll per se, but you don't see anything that would give you cause for concern. And that's that's just for your approach. Would you all like to continue into the campsite proper? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Okay. Continuing into the campsite proper. You find Might I propose that I was gonna say might I propose sneakily? Sure. Nah. You want? Forget about it. Never mind. Okay. Uh, I will say, can I can I use a divine sense as my approach and just to like sure. make sure that no, what's like... the range on that? Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Okay, so you get relatively close to excuse me the camp itself, and as you do, you kind of search in between that the in between into searching for anything fiendish or undead or good or evil or anything that would ping your senses and as you reach out ahead of you into the campsite your eyes kind of glossing over with this smoky glossy blackness gazing into and kind of seeing things in a different light and shades of gray and, and, and golds you sense nothing that would if you cause for alarm, nothing pings, and it just, you just see kind of a grayed, blurry ver uh, version of the campsite and the plateau in the distance. Um, oh, in. Along the same one, <laughs> can I do magical awareness? Sure. Um, just, yeah, I'll send, not, I'll not, send it in the thing. It's, Look, uh, Peggy was a one time thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, not 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 a one-time thing. You you amused them enough that they consider you potential allies with your dabbling in necromancy. <laughs> I think what's trying to be said is, uh, we're never okay. Other than the frost giant, we're never gonna trust a random person we come across. Who <laughs> said anything about the frost giant though? But I just I just sent the thing for magic awareness. Okay. And, uh, so Reese, as you me. take a deep breath and reach out into trying to tap into the weave, you relax your breathing and you search for any for your intuition to guide you in any direction and to anything magical. And as you meditate and calm your mind as you're approaching, almost in, in a trance-like state, your eyes kind of narrowing. Find nothing magical in the surrounding area. I'm straight up walking into the camp then. Okay, Trey oh. just walks into the center of the camp. I'll walk it's in. It's an old I'm camp. Allery wants to be there. Okay. 
Yeah, I'll walk in. At first glance, for all intents and purposes, it's just an abandoned camp. There is a look around. There is a two-person tent, but it has been worn and ragged with time. Is this the location of that place that's supposed to have a settlement? No, that's it's on top of the plateau. The settlement is supposed to be on top of the plateau. This is still below. We haven't reached the plateau. Okay, this okay. Is a campsite along the way. Is it similar to the campsite we found uh, the giantess in? Oh no, it's not because there's no ice things around. Never mind. That was a dumb question. Um, hey, thank well, you, Kylier. Kylier, thank you for the follow. Uh, I'm gonna start like looking around, see if I can find anything neat. Okay, awesome. Alory would like to help try. Okay, make an investigation check at advantage. So thank you, everyone, so so much for all the new follows today. We love you all so much. Welcome to the Crystal Cup and Chimera's channel. What'd you get for an investigation? I rolled a six. Did you roll an advantage? I I, ro I rolled a six and a nine. Nice. Oof. <laughs> You find you find some some scattered changes of clothing strewn about the inside of of the tent. With your initial check, who gave who gave you advantage? It was Allery. Okay. Or is the clothing red? Common clothing. Ah, okay. So it's not. It it appears to be. It appears to be in decent enough shape. The tent itself is a bit torn, but the changes of clothing are neatly packaged and bundled. And do you have the clothes? Sure. Yeah. I'm handling the clothes. All right. Okay. As as you pick up five changes of common clothes, like new, there there are they are like new. They're very well cared for. You find five changes of common clothes, and as you pick them up, you also find four healer's kits underneath the clothing. That's cool. You rolled a cache. Reese. Oh! Mm -hmm. What? A cache and he's like a pickpocket. Oh, I love okay, those wait. emojis, Kalier. I do, I do already have a healer's kit. Because I, I, I have a healer's kit from um, when we were in the camp. I like looted the the health tents and I got a healer's kit. I also got like a anti venom. Okay, then I'll take a healer. Then everyone I guess has one healer's kit. Can I take one? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Who, who all wants one? Well, we have enough for everyone. I guess to I'll take one. The five five sets of like new common clothing and four healer's kits in the cache. Nice. Let me just get that into the inventory. Who wants a, Who wants some common clothes? I'll take it. I'll take some common clothes. Sure. Most most of my clothes are fur lined because I come from a a, a warm area, or a rather cold area, not a warm area. It'll be nice and cool. Yeah. So yeah, the companion doesn't have healers kits. Be unfurred. Have it has a healers kit. it. Oh, there it goes. It added it. Wait, what? It's in the compendium. It's the I. I am Nah. Am I just spelling it wrong? H e a l, e r. Uh huh. 
I just kept in heal and it like, <gasps> I said apostrophe in it. I am the biggest bimbo. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Got it. Um, How do you I have add it? Clothes. You just you drag, drag it into it. your inventory. Oh. Don't drag it on the word that says drag here or whatever, because it won't add it. You have to drag it like under. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't need clothes. I have fine clothes. Surprisingly. I know. Are you wearing fine clothes on our adventure, friend? <laughs> no, I just have them in my bag. A very well-dressed murder hobo. <laughs> yeah. I'm in full oh no, y'all. All I have is costume. Naked under your armor? No, it's in my bag. So under my, under my armor is just like just plain clothes, I guess. Like you, just skin on the metal isn't comfortable. <laughs> you know that dude, right? You do not find anything else of value in the campsite, by the way. <laughs> Alright, so is anyone uh, doing anything else in this abandoned campsite, in the cache that you found? Can I, can I investigate to see what kind of people were there? Or who stayed there? Make a survival check. Ooh, five. What was that? Oh, six. Difficult to tell. Could have been anyone. Sorry. Probably Sorry. not Arctis Climber, unless the unless the frost has faded. Okay. But Probably it's been a not, while since if uh, the campsite we saw, like last night or like whatever, was covered in icicles, and he would have passed there before he came here. So it's it's not this. Let's just continue. Okay. So, finding a cache and not being tarried by anything aggressive. The re the weather being Yay. hot and warm, you do, so long as you all remember to stay hydrated and drink your gallon of water, you make relatively good time. And by about 5.30 in the evening of walking straight and seeing your destination, walking as straight as you can, taking Hella's advice, traversing by the edge of the forest in this combination of terrain, you make excellent time. And by the end of the day, by about 5, 5.30, you finally make it to the cliffside of Mabala. And guess what? I have black text. <laughs> nice. An 1,800-foot-high plateau with sheer cliff faces, rises above heaps of boulders as large as galleon ships. A narrow path is cut into the cliff face and seems to wind and climb all the way to the top of the Great Plateau. The plateau's sheer cliff appears as if it can be scaled as an alternative, but more than likely with proficiency and climbing kits. The path up to the top seems a much easier, much more straightforward route. Let's go up the path. Something's gonna. Has it been recently traversed? 
Make a survival check. Who wants to do a survival test? <laughs> I did terribly last time. Well, can I, is there a way for me to tell if it looks like it's currently occupied? Make like, can I see shadows? Make a perception moving? check. Perception? Mm -hmm. oh, we'll do that. Allery, if you wanted to roll a survival check, I can give you advantage because we're both proficient. I can give advantage with perception. Did you already roll perception? I'm proficient. I did already oh, roll my perception. So that one's done. But I could help with the survival check to see if the. What was your perception? You actually to... Do you want me? Do you want me to roll, or do you want to roll? Uh, give me one second to work out what this nine means for me. Yeah. As far as do I notice if it's you? Unfortunately, you don't notice anything in particular. Nothing really catches your eye. All right, and then you're uh, upon dude's uh, question aloud. I assume of has this road been traversed recently? Okay, and Valerie who... will stop looking up and then said, "Look down." Why okay. don't we just ask Elena to send? I remember her familiar's name. Does Daria. she remember familiar? Because mm -hmm. would have been killed when it she died. It was. Oh. It was in the middle of a long rest, so she can resummon it. She resummoned it. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna set a precedent right now. It's your responsibility to remember I'm saying this, but you can resummon a familiar after a long rest without a bronze brazier. I hate that. I think it's stupid. I think you should just be able to cast it. So remember I said that. If you don't remember, I'm sorry it's on you. <laughs> but uh, that's I'm setting the precedent right now for anyone that does have a familiar. If you want to resummon it after a long rest, you can do so without having to travel to a brazier and, and do a big ceremony. You can just use your the, the inherent magic within you to resummon your familiar. Okay. Write that down. Okay. Okay. But if I say otherwise and you have it written down and you remember, feel free to correct me. Yeah, we should we should send that familiar up. Yeah. Uh, Trace is going to turn around to Elena and be like, Hi there. How you doing? Uh, Still a bit foggy. I have this haze that just I can't seem to shake. We forgot to check in with we haven't checked in with Hala either, and I sure Hala's having a bad time. Um, no, I Trace, mean she's okay. she's used to the jungle. You are drunk right now. Trace gonna. She's a hack and stone. She's used to the jungle. Uh, she's gonna. She's a canopy place, too. All right. Uh, he's gonna like place a hand on her shoulder. It's like it cats be like that. It's so it's better. You should see what Alarie's deity done to me. That was fun. But anyways, moving on. Um was wondering if you could send dear old Daria up the path just to make sure there's nothing waiting for us there. Right. Uh, my vision is, is limited to a hundred about 120 feet. Uh, once she gets past a certain point, she'll have to just report back to us. Well, we can send her ahead and we stay just within range as we move forward, perhaps? Or we can have her scout ahead. Suppose. You're muted, Rory. Whatever you think would be ideal. We can send her up and down in a matter of ten or so minutes. I was all right. I that was sounds good. Say, we we could help lead. Elena Thank you, Tony through. Stark, for the follow. Thank you so much. Yeah, we could help her like walk, I guess. Yeah. And also, again, we could still do the survival minutes. check because we could do it at an advantage if one of us helps. 
So I can roll survival if Alri want to help me. Well, that would be perception yeah. for a familiar. So, let's see. Yeah. yeah, but we were we were going to do the survival check for the to see their tracks. So Daria, Daria is technically a comp, is technically technically a copy or a pro comp signathus, but she uses the modified wing snake. Um, mm-hmm. Step block. Uh, yeah, we uh, you guys can check for traps uh, for tracks, but honestly, it's just a ten minute wait until yeah. Daria gets back. So we might as well wait here. Um, also, Etsy, I rolled 15 for survival to see if there's any track. It doesn't appear to be recently traversed. Okay. At least not within a week or so. You say it's been at least a week since anyone has come this way, if not longer. I you do that. You do notice old, faded tracks that seem to go around the plateau. And into oh. the jungle to either we side. We do not need to do that. How big are these tracks? Humanoid tracks. Faded, oh. faded humanoid tracks. And they're like about a week old? A week or two, yeah. Oh, how many? Is it just one person? Or? Um, one appears to be humanoid, the other appears to be um, cat-like. So either it's an undead tabaxi and an undead humanoid who didn't go near the town, or it's a living humanoid and tabaxi who knew to avoid the town. Or it's the hags. hags. (laughs) Well, if it's the hags, let's hope they've done us a favor and killed everyone up there. If there is anyone up there. Wait, so why are we supposed to be avoiding the plateau again? We're not. We're going up there. There's there's some concerns about that the plateau might have might be haunted or cursed in some way, but they're just rumors. No one has really investigated and reported back in some time. The last report was that the villagers had been disappearing. In worst case scenario, we get to fight something, and we didn't get to fight anything last time, and I want to kill. Same. Well, we we did kill Celine. Yeah. You guys killed Salida. Allery had moral obligations to take care of the dead. Mm. Right. Wait, no, you shattered you shattered the fuck out of Salida, actually. Rory shattered Salida. No, Rory put her to sleep. I can't sleep. Mm. Allery she Alary did nothing against Salida. So, after about ten minutes, <laughs> you watch as Daria just kind of... Elena says, Daria, wings. And the combi just... And spreads these wings, just... And takes off into the sky. Mm. Gabe, do you mean when she was running? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Yeah. So then Alary talked to that. But not whenever you guys were executing her. Okay. Yeah. Daria just got ahead. Okay. Eventually. Daria, we're waiting 10 minutes. You do find another set of tracks as you're waiting. Uh, these tracks appear to be more lizard-like. So, hmm. lizard after 10 bones. minutes, Daria, 
of it. Oh, thank you, Tony Stark. I really appreciate that. Daria eventually kind of flutters back down and kind of making those clicks and that coffees do and just kind of lands on Elena's arm. And you can see that for the first 10 minutes, that for the first couple of minutes and then for the, the last couple of minutes, and in between she was herself again kind of scanning the horizon, but for the first minute or so and the latter uh, portion of the time it took for Daria to return, her eyes would go black as she was looking through Daria's eyes. Which would be within 120 feet as it went up and then came back down and got within 120 feet. And... Well, I'm having a hard time finding the winged snake step mark. I thought for sure that we should have it. Unless it's all the way at the bottom. When she zones out, by the way. Yeah, when, when, she's, when her eyes are black, she can't hear and she can't see. Yes. Who so, doesn't know that? <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna have to not for sure. I'm just having a hard time finding it. So I'm gonna bring up I am gonna bring up the wing snake step block. Alright. Winged snake five E. I don't know why. Why oh that's why. It's flying snake. I you know, that's the second time I've done that. <laughs> uh I was like, uh -oh. I can't I can't find the winged snake because it's under flying snake. <laughs> D E not not a frog. Flying frogs snake. are good though. I love frogs. Frogs are cute. I love frogs. Yep. There it is. Speaking of frogs, I, I made muted frog buttons on my Etsy. If anyone wants to go look at it. <laughs> Speaking of, I, I did. I did look at it, but the shipping hurt my soul. Flying around in uh, flying around yeah, in a suit would make things Sorry. easier for sure. Let's see, perception, perception. Oh, that is a. Ephraim 19. Hmm. Alright, so the flying snake, kind of the winged snake, and kind of communes with Elena for a couple of minutes, and she says stretching to the top, there appears to be an abandoned village. Empty. Uh, there is a wooden palisade, the gate of which is Covered with skulls, stacked waist high. Concerning, to be sure, uh, there's an empty village and pile of skulls. It's kind of hard to get the the right message from your familiar. Sometimes, it's, sometimes things get lost in translation. But wooden palisade, pile of skulls at the entrance, and abandoned village, and it's nothing along the path. Nothing. Completely empty. Let's go. Not to speak to the village itself. There are abandoned huts. It's eerie. Devoid of life. I just kept hearing the phrase empty. Let's just go. Let's just go. At it's not empty. Let's play tonight if we can fortify one of the I hills. don't think it will be. I'm getting a bad feeling. No, that's what happens when you get to no, very creepy I have, place. I have some kind of tabaxi, um, you know, sneaky sense. It's nothing, it's nothing official, but like, his hair goes up, he's like, I don't like this, this feels creepy. I think Look, we should go. worst case there. scenario. Scaredy cats, let's go. Dude, listen, uh, buddy. Worst really case scenario. Was... I don't really 
think with a bunch of uh, oh. uh, skeletons or uh, skulls. Skulls. You you really think it's a good idea to? Yes. Yeah. Because worst case scenario, someone there. What? If... And all they did was kill a bunch of. They killed people. We have to take. We have to rectify that situation. There's murderers in there. <laughs> yeah, but if it's you know haunted. what, if they murdered everything, oh no, they probably already looted it. Look, and gonna go. You should let Dune sneak in and investigate. Then Dune will. Sure. Yep. Well, you're welcome to do it. I mean, <laughs> I don't really want to go there, but I don't want to walk into a trap and everyone die. Well, according would would the flying snake have been able to detect if there was like, I mean that was a pretty good perception check. Would they have been able to see if maybe there was something trap like, or would they just? Yeah, there it didn't appear to be. It didn't appear to be trapped. It just appeared to be a macabre display. It's possible that it's like a roving band of like something that came through the town, killed everything. Out well, the whole thing was that the villagers kept going missing, right? Mm-hmm. They kept going missing. What's stealing them? Maybe it's a hex. Or it's the yuan What if it's that are well known to be around here? I got here old friend Salida. Ugly to the hags. Is this you? Wait. There is a gif. A gif? <laughs> Emily's obsessed with all those gifs you sent. I think you sent them for a reason. You mean you mean, <laughs> you mean gifts, right? Gif. That's exactly <laughs> what I mean. Okay, so um, again, while while we're doing that, uh, quick shout out again. Thank you to the Guild of Ambiance providing the current background music for travel. It's kind of kind of fits for most of our background music. Uh, the Guild of Ambiance. You can find them at Patreon.com/slash/GuildofAmbiance and. On, on YouTube as well by searching Guild of Ambiance. They are allowing us to use their ambiance music, and I'm very much appreciative. They are awesome. Check them out. It's free music that anyone can use on their stream. Uh, they prefer you send them an email, but they did send me a personalized email response back, so I want to thank all of them at the Guild of Ambiance for giving us fantastic, fantastic soundscapes and ambiance. So, moving on. Uh, also, just wanted to mention... When we get closer to the camp, I can use Divine Sense again just to make sure none of those skulls are going to start rising. And I can do magic awareness again to see if there's any magic traps. <laughs> Trey uh, very awkwardly offers, like, puts his hand up for like a high five when Reese says that. Like, we, we are the alarms. Yeah. <laughs> I also problem. have the alarm spell I can cast over the doors. See, there, nothing could go wrong. Nothing can go wrong. Worst case scenario, we have to fight some stuff. I should at least go to the door. This is next. I believe my opinion, can you see it? Running through the forest, scared. Something bad's about to happen. I'm very paranoid about this. (laughs) For all you know, that's just what's going to happen after this interaction. It's okay. Let's go. Again, you still have about 18, 1,800 feet to traverse upwards. Yeah, we... Worst case scenario, if we think it's really bad, we can just turn around. But let's at least get closer. I will say that all the squishy people... Well, then don't go off on your own. Dune, find a buddy. <laughs> find a buddy. Dune, I'm... 
I'm also stealthy and I'm not squishy. So. Okay, yeah, go with Reese. I will stay behind to make sure nothing come behind slash if you're English. I mean, common 100. <laughs> I'm so funny. So are we going up stealthily and see what's going on? I think we should go ahead of everyone a little stealthily. Like, just like a little ways ahead. Okay. Let me roll me a stealth. Should we do individual stealth or, or how should we go? Yeah, you'll go. I was going to do individual, I think. I have a plus three stealth, which is pretty good. <laughs> you're to backseat, bro. You so get out of here. But I, I love. Okay. All right. So is everyone everyone proceeding Shit. up the main ramp? Then is that is that is that the current yes. course of action to proceed up the center of the ramp? Yeah. Um, Dune and Reese are going to go a little bit ahead of them. They said they were okay. I so. Gotta... Okay. Yeah. Great. Oh, awesome. Twenty-five and twenty-one. They rolled for sneaky. Okay. Anyone yeah. that is rolling stealth, go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. I am not even going to attempt with a disadvantage. Valerie <laughs> will try. Worst case scenario, it looks like one lone paladin and a couple of guys are walking up, right? I rolled a six. Mm-hmm. Oh, funny you hate me tonight. Oh, <laughs> Dude, that's why I use my yeah. dice. I'm like, I'm not messing with these <laughs> roll 20 dice. All right. Warlock is sneaky. The bard's also sneaky. Through many switchbacks and winding paths, it wind the path winds its way across the cliff, up and down. The total distance is about three miles. The path width varies, but averages about five feet in most locations. Tumbled boulders and tangled roots block the path in many places. No major obstacle for any of you. Nothing is pursuing you, and you have time to just very easily cut through any overgrowth or move any large stones that might be blocking your path with relative ease. By the time you reach the top of the plateau, night has begun to set in. The moon begins to rise above you. It is now twilight and close to almost about 8 p.m. in the evening, and nightfall is imminent. And as you reach and climb higher and higher above the tree line, The stone steps themselves emerge onto the top of the plateau beneath a once grand but now decrepit wooden palisade. A double wooden gateway lies before you. The gates that seal this entrance are partially rotted as well. The only remnants of the actual wooden gate itself remains. Mostly, it is just the rusted, long-rusted iron hinges and reinforcing bands that remain, as well as weak and scattered rotting wood. 
in the place of where the grand gate once stood, this grand double wooden palisade gate once stood, there are heaps and heaps of sun-bleached human skulls, about waist-high, picked clean of any and all flesh. They grin up at you from the roadway and down from atop towering mounds, as into the village you see additional about three or four additional mounds, these heaps of skulls, and a quiet, gentle breeze just as the moon begins to rise higher. Could, so, I want to figure out a way, so for Owlery, because we kind of had that encounter with the night hags and everyone said, and we had that moment where we were like, well, maybe this is where the night hags were. Do I have the ability to understand if maybe this is something the Night Hags would have done since Allery was kind of the one who like understood the Night Hags in the first place? Is this something that looks like Night Hags? Make, a, make an Arcana check. Pleasure. I still fail me now. Or, or history. Sorry, I'll, I'll, if, if you want to try and roll higher, you can roll history instead. It's up to you. That's my fault. No, no, Arcana's really... It's fine. All right. So uh, the first thing you notice, keeping it keeping it kind of in line with Arcana, is that this this does not seem to have a magical purpose. It is potentially related to you. You recall that certain hags may have may have macabre practices like this. Whether or not this is the hags you're looking for remains to be seen, but. It appears to be more of just a gruesome, macabre display than anything else. But as the rest of you gather on the top of this plateau, and as you sort of are somewhat... Some of you may be horrified, some of you may be less horrified than others, but as you gaze upon this macabre site and forward into this abandoned village that stretches out before you, you can see, again, through the rotted wood that hangs off the hinges and this massive pile of skulls, both before you and inside of the palisade itself, on top of this large plateau, again, where there are more huts and villages. The only structure still intact is a lone hut about a thousand yards southwest of the gate, at the edge of a boulder field atop the plateau. The hut appears to be made from thatch and animal hides, stretching over the ribcage of an immense reptilian bone, um, uh, skeleton. Animal skulls, wind chimes, and totems of feathers and shells list in the breeze in the distance, and smoke drifts up from the hut. You would need to get closer to further investigate. With Dagna, or whatever that stupid creature's name is, and say, you didn't think this would be an important thing to note? Just the skull? That's all you caught? <laughs> the, uh, the familiar oh, just... Daria. <laughs> and just kind of angrily screeches at you. Um... Uh, Dewan wants to go sneakily investigate what's going on in the hut. Before you do, I have a special treat for all of you. A special treat? As you all kind of second-guess yourself and and gaze out, in the process of taking this all in, as you eventually all turn to... Eventually all of your eyes would 
in one way or another, be drawn to the east, to the north, and to the south. Before you, from back in the direction from whence you came, you are treated to an absolutely breathtaking, as the last light fades, a stunning view of the surrounding wilderness. Across the Aldani Basin to the south, you see a heart-shaped mound of earth floating in the sky. Nestled in the jungles to the west, towering even higher above the plateau, closer to the base of the mountains, is the tip of an ancient pyramid, or ziggurat. Further to the south is some kind of mass of wood and a shape which you can't quite make out without straining your eyes. Some sort of mass of debris in the treetops to the south. And the vast expanse of the salty marsh and dried coral of the Aldani Basin to the east. And if you turn your Which attention there? to the map, Ooh. like everyone to just the pyramid was to the east, right? To the west. West, okay. West, which is our north. No, west, which is our left. Okay. It was the okay. it was the city map that was weird. Yeah, it was the city that was weird because the city wasn't turned how it was on the actual map. If this is correct. This is fun. This is you so, know that Tess is just in the forest looking at our dumbasses all on this peak. Like, what are they doing? Um, so they there is, there's a heart-shaped mound floating in the sky above the Aldani Basin. An ancient-ass pyramid um, to the west, and a massive debris on tree tro- treetops itself. Where is the Aldani Basin? I think it's this water here, I oh, think. Wait, water. There you go. I'll add that to the. There we go. All right. <gasps> Son of a bitch! The floating thing is what the red wizards are. I think. I am totally jumping. Where one particular wizard is that we're looking for. I'm looking to kill the red wizards. I don't know what y'all are doing. The, the artist climber. I know. I'm sure you've heard me say these names. I clearly don't remember them. Where does Clamor? He's to the west, though. He's inland. So this is a major milestone here, is reaching the top of Mabala. Because we can see now. It reveals so much. We can see clearly now the rain is gone. I was trying so hard not to sing that song because it was going to be stuck in my bloody head, you bitch. <laughs> I love well. you. I love you too, but fuck you. <laughs> oh, guys. The tiles are a little kind of a pain in the ass, too. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, this is, this, is one of the, this is one of the highest vantage points in the game. 
we can see. It's. I mean, it's uh. it's eighteen hundred feet above, and it took you three hours to climb up. God. So. Feet. Oh shit! That is cool. I keep needing to do conversions, like with the feet and the blade temperature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Matrix is rip game with the sta standard system and international we're, shipping. We're all over here, like the only place. Uh, okay, wait. So this is the mine that there was something about a mine and a dragon. <laughs> I can't remember. Hella or Helga, her <laughs> her brother got a bunch of explorers lost there and almost killed them or something like that and then they killed him in turn and like injured her that is right? a that is a different landmark okay ah, okay right uh are we correct to like seeing the pyramid is it correct to like assume that that's omu what where because it's to the west so the, that's the giant floating heart <laughs> the mound that uh, Vertha is shaped like a heart. If you look to the east, that is here. Oh my god, I have no idea which way is east. Right. You, where is it? To, to the right, the right hand side of the map. Is it that little X that just got revealed? Oh, okay. Yep. Ah, shit, it's above uh, the undead are. I wonder if it's uh, our hag friends. I wonder if it's a wizard's I want to fucking murder. And Hella seems like magic just shit. takes a minute to fill you in. A little concerned about the floating heart. Heard some rumors, but never really got too close. I think most people just tried to avoid it. Yes. A quick aside. Are we yes. talking like a heart or like a human heart shape? It looks like a combination of like a stubby carrot and a human heart. <laughs> a stubby okay. carrot. See, because I thought we were talking about like a heart, like a love heart, Valentine's Day heart. So it it's like... it it appears to be it appears to be a floating mound of earth in the sky that is shaped okay. kind of like a combination of a stubby carrot and a human heart, but made of earth, and it's just kind of like floating okay, in the sky. So yeah, that and is here. A lot less weird. Trey, Trey's gonna like narrow his eyes slightly and be like, "Please do share those rumors." And also, um, also I want to let everyone know that on this map, north is north, north is is up, south is down, east is right. It's just the city, so okay. yeah. And uh, every yeah, so to the south, I'm not gonna label it yet. But I will mark the X. Somebody wants to make a perception check, they can. And not I'm gonna mark. Valor. Yep, down I... here. I guess I will. <gasps> I rolled a wow. perception. That is exactly oh. what you need. This appears to be a shipwreck in the trees. What? Interested? Oh, wait. I... Oh, cool. I think we should go to the shipwreck. That's really far. I want to go to the shipwreck. That's like a month of travel. How far? Oh, it's there. Oh, oh shit, that is far. 
Well, Wait, where um, is it again? It's down here. Oh. At this farm. Well, so so Hella's Hella's going to fill you in a little bit on additional things. Get to back up here for a second. Notes. Pins in hand. You say I, that, but I've taken four pages of notes. And she's but I, I I would love going to the shipwreck. I think that would be pretty cool. So Yeah, we can we can put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah, we could put a pin in it, but I think I mean I think we're gonna go heading that direction eventually, so Yeah, we're we're trying to get to this like volcano that's like very far south, the peaks of the yeah. plane. So, so we'll like pass it. it. So Hella would confirm that you would pass it. She's, so she says, not not quite sure of the heart of uh, this floating heart, but again, it's always sort of been there. A little bit to the south, we've got a we've got Ataz Kahakla. It's beautiful, but a bit creepy, if you ask me. It's a river canyon. It inspires wonder to most people who see it. It's quite beautiful, but the cliff walls uh, vary from fifty to two hundred feet high. Aligned with rows and rows of coral. It's all dead, but it retains its rainbow colors, making it kind of a breathtaking vista. And sort of like an underwater seascape. And mixed in amongst the corals are intact skeletons, pliosaurs, giant sharks, that sort of thing, sea creatures. It's coral and sea creature skeletons kind of entombed on either side of the canyon. And then beyond that, down the river Taff, you've got the Jahaka Anchorage. It's kind of like an unruly Bay of Pirates. Best to avoid that as. We're all Zentarum. We're not... Even our own people in the Zentarum tend to avoid the Jahakla Anchorage. It's kind of an unruly port for pirates that would attack just our ships just as much as they would attack the Dawn Viper Lord's Alliance or Order of the Gauntlet ships or the Flaming Fish ships. They'd, pill they'd pillage this ship just like they pillage any others. So, like I said, best to avoid a little bit. It's a little bit lawless, but... It's on the far side of the river Tath as it, empl uh, as it empties into Jahaka Bay, beyond Ataz Kahakla. There's an old abandoned mine along the way with nothing of value. I guarantee the pirates have picked it clean. So she's going to point out on the map that roughly about here is the Jahaka Anchorage, where the pirates have sort of a base camp. And there's an old abandoned, so Jahaka Anchorage here, an old abandoned mine here. This is the River Ta. This is the landmark of Ataz Kahakla. And looking out over when you see the tip of the ziggurat, she says, and that would lead me to believe that this Orolunga, the ancient ziggurat to the west, just by the base of the Mistcliff Mountains. And then not quite sure about what the hell's this going on with that shipwreck in the trees. That's a little bit concerning if you ask me, but again, that's about all we can see from here. And the mine that, well, the mine where my brother took those doomed adventurers is a little bit further to the south. We have two dwarven mines there, Krakhammer and Wormheart, connected by a series of underground tunnels. But Wormheart was where my brother met his untimely end, so to speak. What do you make of the hut, I try not to fuck with witch with witchy stuff. It's a little bit beyond me. I'm a guide. I'm not a magic user. 
So it is the witches. Could be anything. Yeah, uh, the the pile of skulls is a little bit man. concerning, if you ask me. Uh, this is as grim and as macabre display as any. To me, a pile of skull means stay away. But you know, that's just me. I got the same impression. Right. Oh, great minds. We should stay away. Valerie is going to walk up to Trey and kind of under his breath be like, what do you think? Maybe we can take it? <laughs> I can't tell you what to do, but in my experience, a pile of skulls usually means some kind of danger. It's just common sense. It means a fight. Which... Also, that, 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 that smoke coming out of that, that's not comforting. Is, is the hut within 60 feet? No, I'm saying this. I'm not saying this in character. I'm saying this out of character. Is, is the hut within 60 feet? Give me no, one, one second. A thousand. A thousand feet, that's a lot. I think. I don't know. Hold on. I'll tell you in a second. Put it into meters cable. <laughs> what? You can put what? it into meters. Oh, I have to I hate find. that we were doing this. It's fine. I'll just have the conversion thing permanently open. They're just like feet. How many meters is a thousand feet? It's three hundred and four meters. It's about two hundred and twenty feet, because there's about a hundred oh, feet, that's... which is the village, which is this okay, old abandoned. Two hundred. Well, it was it was eighteen hundred feet up from the bottom. So from from the base of the plateau to the top of the plateau, it's eighteen hundred feet. Elevation wise. Yes, elevation wise. So yeah, so oh, yeah, so it's your your eighteen hundred feet in the. Uh, above ground level. Um, and then on top of the plateau, it's a little bit more isolated. On top of the plateau, from, from the Palisades to the start of a path that winds to the far corner of the plateau is about 100, 105, 110 feet or so. And then from this uh, widening path that pushes back into the corner, uh, where there are some, some trees and, and foliage just at the edge of the plateau, uh, and some more ruins is another 120 feet where the hut is. So the hut is about 220 feet away from you. So did you want us to be able to see the hut? Yes. The of the hut right now? Okay, cool. Um, do y'all want me to go sneakily investigate it before we walk up to it? Can we walk up at least 60 feet to it? Like up to 60 feet Actually, of it so that me and Gabe can do... We'll do a group stealth up to 60 feet and then if you want to go the rest of the way after that, you can. Yeah, at least yeah. let us get that close. We're doing a group stealth. Yeah, yeah. A group stealth means it's time to activate sneaky mode. Activating. I'm just going to apologize in advance. Because we use oh, this activated. I I just touched the wrong thing. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> that oh. is not good. I'm so gonna be honest. Yeah, here. yeah, y'all. That was a great idea to walk up to it. Okay. Roll, roll, roll your thing. So um, yeah. Okay. 13. 
All right. So let's see what. Why well, you guys I suck at stealth right now? <laughs> the disadvantage. I'm gonna roll my dice from here on out. It'd be, it'd be really nice if someone had passed without a trace. That's true. Spells, yeah. Spells. You won't get spells. You're dead. Your martial spells won't get spells. Five. <laughs> you're, you're not. You're not. You're not DC. I'm not special. So. The basic. And Hella. Would you get passed without trace, uh, Valerie? No, unless I find it now. Because uh, if I can. Get my grimoire to be a bit beefier. I might be able to get it in some way. But Nine. Well, let's see know. if um. I want to see if Elena Nine, has passed without a trace. Would you be able to pass without trace or a tray? What? What class? No, it's I only druid and ranger. Druid and ranger. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good point. I didn't even know that. All right, make Daria a little smaller. Same time, okay. we're just like true to God. We're well, about let's... to fail this stealth check right now. <laughs> you don't know that. Man, uh... I rolled a natural twenty for nothing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm in danger. Passive perception. Okay. All right. So. Uh oh. I laughed. The passive <laughs> perception was a twelve, and we just. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Worst, their passive perception is a 13, and we just failed. Okay. Oh my god. I mean, so, yeah. you all take the time um, to... I got an 8, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was not sneaky. It was the hood. I can't put the hood back. Dude, I was so sneaky, and the rest of you guys are <laughs> clanging around. We don't talk about it. God. Also, about a, about a hundred feet, uh, as you reach the top of the lip of the plateau, the the steps on the last one hundred feet um, are were cut into fifteen foot wide. Yeah, hold on, let's see. Uh, sorry about that. I got dyslexia. <laughs> uh, about a hundred feet below the lip of the plateau, which is where you're currently standing, the path veers directly into a natural cleft in the stone face. Steps are cut into the 15-foot-wide crevice, and scenes of jungle predators, flying lizards, and erupting volcanoes are carved in shallow relief onto the walls in ways that make creative use of the natural shape of the rock. After which, you then reach the top of the steps. So you travel through a crevice. So once you reach the top, you travel through this 15-foot-wide crevice where you saw these pictographs, these ancient descriptions and, and carvings into the walls. It's almost like a, an open cave where you can see the, the, the other end. And you traveled through this 15-foot crevice, kind of, and then up a few more steps, and then to the wooden palisade. And the wooden palisade reaches kind of the top of the plateau, where you can spread out around the wooden, the old wooden palisade that surrounds this old village. Most of the wood being rotted, and then the piles of skulls right at the entrance. So that's a little bit more of some flavor description uh, for you. And then there is this ruined village surrounded by this old rickety decaying wooden palisade and then on the far end of this where the palisades kind of fall off and just reach the edge of the cliff face where there are these scatterings of bushes and foliage and trees that's where this hut is just at the edge of the village itself so i'm trying to resist the temptation of just straight up walking into the bloody 
So you're now about 120 feet from the hut itself as you make your way. So, by the way, I do have to say that in order to enter the village, you will have to move the skulls and knock them down. Because there's this pile of skulls blocking blocking your entrance, too. So where, where the gate once stood, um, again, there's just the remnants of the gate that has just been destroyed or, or, or torn down. Or, or the wood here is more rotted than the rest of the palisades. And in its place is, again, this waist-high stack of skulls. So to get to this point, you would have to push through the skulls. Trey will just push through them. Because he's the most desensitized to death. Okay, so Trey just starts... <laughs> Uh, pushing over the skulls, and it's pretty loud. It's just this clattering of skulls as you have to kind of push and wade your way through. <laughs> There's still four additional piles of skulls on the inside within 30 feet of you once you first enter the abandoned village, but you can avoid those piles of skulls, but you have to push your way through the waist-high pile of skulls at the gate to get into the village itself. Allery is going to say like a very kind of like uh, generic like, blessed be your passing kind of thing. Okay. All right. Reese probably just says, excuse me. <laughs> she pushes past. <laughs> like, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta <laughs> get through. Let me squeeze past. I love the way as you reach within 120 feet of the hut, Ooh, okay. you see a creature surely you see a creature slowly shuffling around the inside of the hut, oh. hunched over in an animal-like posture. Should we arrange ourselves in our little thing? Yes. How how big do they look? Make a perception check. <laughs> Fuck. Roll the floor. Average size? <laughs> Difficult to tell from this far away. You'd have to get a little closer. Here, I'll go I'll go kind of in the front. If I were to sneak forward, would I have to roll again or would I use my previous number? Sorry, what was the question? Can I sneak forward because I rolled a natural 20? Yeah. What, what was the question from Dune? Oh, I was asking, if I were to sneak forward to go and investigate what's going on in the hut, would I use my same number or would I roll again? Yeah, is this is the same stealth check. Okay, yeah. So can, can I sneak forward because I rolled that natural 20 from before? Uh, as, as you're all sitting around kind of discussing and, and debating how to proceed you see it you see the figure emerge from the hut and just wait camera's oh. here <laughs> uh beckon yes june's gonna walk forward just go she's just gonna walk forward yeah i'll always i try and spot their back a couple times and just walk forward like all right let's go <laughs> i guess we're being beckon them saying in the back. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. I'm moving. I see. Mm. As you approach, you realize this is a human woman, impossibly old, 
crippled by arthritis, blinded by cataracts. Her dark face and bald pate are outlined with streaks of yellow clay, suggesting the shape of a skull. Perhaps it's just her shriveled flesh creating an illusion. I would like to roll either insight or arcana. I believe this woman to not be human. Okay, um, roll an insight check. Uh, once I also more. believe this woman to not be human. <laughs> Divine sense, just to make sure. It's so bad. It's yeah, I'm gonna pull up with my um. No, awareness. Oh no. Oh, she's definitely human. One thousand percent human. Definitely human. There's no doubt in your mind. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. She's just a human. Just a regular old lady. All right, so you would have to get within sixty feet. So Trey, you'd have to get here. For your All right, yep, sure. Okay, yeah, I'll pull up over there too. Kim is staying back All here. right, and as Don't as trust. as you approach, you can hear you can hear her speak. She just come come in come in yes come come in make tea come in. No. All right, so what's the, what's the vibe from the divine sense and the magic awareness? <laughs> yeah, does anything think? Give me one second. All right. Has to check what their particular <laughs> rape thing is. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Hey, she's part of the bone gang. Hell yes. She's part of the bone gang. Bone gang. Yeah, I'm the bone gang shit. Put it on. Yeah, favor of someone is tricking any you 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 do not get the sense that uh as you kind of your eyes gloss over black just, you do not sense the presence of undead you do not sense a devilish fiendish presence nor do you sense a celestial presence okay okay what about magic there are various kind of undefined wisps of magic in the form of concoctions and and potions that are being brewed inside uh, too many to to really uh, it's sort of undefined uh just small pings of magic here and there um hmm. maybe slight some kind of witch yeah maybe slight yeah. slight pings of of and I actually have to look and, and double check. I mean, she could be a hag, or she could just be the very unfortunate last one alive of her village, and she's been using the skulls to keep whatever it was away. Well, it seems like she's brewing some kind of potions, maybe? There seems to be a bunch of I would like to incite this lady. So, uh, some... It seems to be she's some kind of... Witch. Some of the, some of the, the bone totems have a, a hint of abjuration magic to them. Mm, so she has wards up. Uh, I don't know if it's important, but divine sense also picks up on like desecrated, um, objects, and stuff. 
it appears to be uh she appears to be some kind of of using some kind of witchcraft but not necessarily desecrated okay not uh humanely sourced bones then <laughs> humanely sourced bones she is an ethical vegan witch we love to see it here in the coven love to see it love to see those ethical bones treasure's gonna straight up look up to her okay Allery is literally just side by side with Trey Trey fears nothing <laughs> he's an idiot Judy's very excited to meet this person I'll, Yo, I'll pull up have behind have we not learned just like no we can take one of her we couldn't take the first one Okay. Yeah, go ahead and make an insight check. Yeah, I would so I'm gonna go for the way to do that. Uh my How many 17? of us can insight this? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Dune and Rory. You get the feeling like she she's looking she's looking at you almost like there's this look of is she there's this look of anticipation in her eyes as she kind of looks she's kind of eyeing you up and down and and looking you over like a hungry adventurer would look over a plump turkey oh no is this a gingerbread house by any chance? <laughs> she might be, you want to. We can hand pulling ground right now. It's and you just c- come inside. I make not tea. Vegan. Not vegan. I, I, not vegan. I make tea. You come inside. All right. Uh, Trey, you're you're kind of you're not really sure. Like it's she seems a little suspicious for sure. Given the skulls, but she's looking at you like she's hungry, like she's uh, eyeing like again like a hungry adventurer would eyeball a plump turkey. I'm just gonna be like, kind of you for the tea. I have some tasty allosaurus jerky if you are interested. I don't, I don't no 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 jerky no no no. What do you? Is there anything else I could get you to eat or something? I no. pre- pre- prefer fresh meat. Come, come in, come in, come in. You, you, you come oh, in. Oh well, now. we have fresh meat. You, you come in now. I make tea. Trees are We are made of fresh meat. By any, if you want to eat us. your head, Nam. Like, hey, friend. Mm. If you get far from the party, we can't protect you. Nim says, I I got a really bad feeling about this. I hold out my tea. Don't drink the tea. So, Rory, uh, Nim, I hold my arm like this for Nim to latch onto. Nim sighs and comes up, but it's like, Stay back as much as possible. Okay. Uh, question: How how low key 
can I cause purify food and drink? Just okay. So what, I can mentally. What, what about purify food and drink? What was the question specifically? How like low key can I cause it? You have to make a slight hand check. But let me actually let me double check. Let me let me see if it requires somatic components. If it's like. Yeah, it's okay. If I say something very low key, yes. like so you'd be so, like, so you'd have to. You can be sneaky about it. So, you, but you would have to make a deception and a sleight of hand check. Nobody drink the fucking tea. Don't drink the tea. Don't drink the tea. <laughs> I, I, I make I make fresh tea. Make fresh tea. Deli herbal tea. You drink, and she just kind of starts handing you all mugs of tea, and she just kind of starts pouring tea. Does the move where you knock it over your yeah, shoulder? Yeah, I'm gonna do the thing where I like throw it over my shoulder. Beside <laughs> me. I, can I like maybe like medicine check the tea? Yeah, yeah. Go, like go, go ahead and make a medicine. Check. It's gonna be a high DC, but go ahead and make a medicine check. Fourteen. Can I check the tea? I Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, good, good, good. So it, you, it, you. You look at it, and there's just the faintest hint of of a swirl of something other than the tea in the tea. Oh, uh, White Falcon wants us to drink the tea. <laughs> Thanks, I'll, Falcon. That's Thanks, a White idea. Falcon. I don't think this is going to happen. No, I no, just, no, 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 no. We are not I just, drinking I, the tea. I'll care for you, and you're going to cry. Add added berry flavor. You drink. Is it a sleight of hand to do the thing where I act like I'm drinking it and I throw it over my shoulder? Yes. I was going to do that. Hold up. I'm going to do it. Step away, like holding the tea in their hand and like, what? Yes. Isn't it? Babajinga Village. What role is it for that? Everybody died. that you gave me last time that I haven't used Everyone in village. Everyone in village die. Terra folk come and pick us all clean. Pick pick bonds. You want... You want... Quest, yes, adventurous. You go, go kill Terra Folk. I reward you with more tea. Kill what? And stores of gold and magic items. Go, 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 go and kill, kill Terra Folk. Okay, I really. Okay, you know what? I really want to drink this tea. If she is willing to reward us with more tea, I want to know what this tea does. Wait, hold on. Um, from my more medicine tea. check, make you feel wonderful. I, from my medicine check, could I tell if it was like poisoned? It, it's there. You know that there's another substance in there that you're not sure what it would do, yeah. but you're a little, a little it's wary. It's it, it's. I'm it's... gonna drink the tea. Okay. <laughs> All right, Rory, I mean, you you I, throw I, it over I, your shoulder. Um, I yeah, gonna, would you mind placing yourself the inside the hut, please? Then. Oh oh yeah oh yeah right. Of I okay. actually have to go inside. I am by the door. Okay. By I'm gonna door. stand next to Rory. I mean um. Uh, Reese. Nim. Okay. I'm next to Nim, so you have to move over here. Say Rory. No, sorry, I, I was supposed okay. to say Reese. So, so, so you take a sip of the tea. I'm 1,000% drinking this tea right now. All I need right. to know what's going on. Okay. I'm like I'm ready to, to use five points. So Reese starts drinking tea. the tea, and at first, nothing happens. Okay. What's everyone else doing? I'm gonna toss it over my shoulder. Allery will look to this person and slide of hand. Make a slide of hand check. Allery will look to this person and say, "I see no gold or treasure. 
here in this small hut, and the rest of your place is in ruin. How are we to believe you have anything to offer us? Keep it in basement. It keeps it terra folk come, they see gold, they take gold. I keep gold in basement. Same thing with magic items. Ah, yes. And yeah, but so, so an entrance. Okay, so keep secret entrance under the rug. It's I, it's knickknacks from family. All I have left, terra folk come and. Oh no 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 no! You 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 stay here. You stay here. I I want to lift the rug, Pardon like me. full on, just pick okay. it up and throw it. What? Hey, why are you so rude? Do 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 I come into your house and move your rugs? I don't have a house. We don't come and lie to your face. Look, there's, there's nothing. There is no base. There is a there is a wooden there is a wooden uh latch that leads into a basement. <laughs> I open it. This is the there, gym. It's, it's locked. She says, no, you're so rude. You're so rude. Stop. Is the wood... Is it, It's made Wait, out of wood, right? Essie, point of, point of question here. Did we not think that this woman was blind? She has I cataracts. Yeah. No, no, no. I thought they said that blinded. But she doesn't appear to be blind? I... I am the last survivor of my people. The terror folk come and... and Pick us clean. I'm the only one who survived. Not enough meat on my bones. They avoid me. Well, they want to see me. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> Come and hunt us to the last. Right, and is that why you put something in our tea? And Trey's gonna look over at, Re I, at Reese and be like, how you are you feeling there, bud? I put, I'm feeling good. I put berry flavor in tea. It does taste mm -hmm. like berries. So. Can I insight check her to make sure? Yeah. In here, drink it. Well, Fuck, I'm twelve. Here, when there's a pile of human skulls outside of the gates, she that seems very suspicious for a kindly elderly woman, the last of her people to survive. It's, it's a it's a macabre display to to keep terror folk away, scare terror folk. Maybe they think I'm so Why crazy. They don't, and I don't have enough meat for them to want to eat anyway. Not enough meat on my bones. Look, our skin and bones. Well, well, I'm, I mean, keeping, I'm continuing drinking this tea, Essie. Is anything going on with that? I'll, I'll come back to you in a second. What's everyone else doing? Oh. Uh, when she says that, okay. Trey's going to be like, well, they need toothpicks, don't they? Yeah, everyone else, please. Drink it. She takes a big swig of the tea. Everyone, no accept hospitality. I, I don't understand. I mean, according to her, she thinks three people have drank the tea thus far, apparently. She what? She would think three of them drank the tea so far because Rory and Dune rolled at least a twenty on their slide. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so, so she says, she says, see, everyone else drink tea. You, you drink tea. It's good, good, good for body. Make you enhanced. Make you feel much better. You, you. No. Healing property. Nim says, Nim says, yeah, that that berry flavoring was see was perfect. Tasty. Wonderful berry flavoring. Good, good for the soul. Can I can I just like walk up to Reese and place my okay. hands on her back and just lay on hands to neutralize any diseases or poisons? Sure. Just right but off. I wanna the bat. wait, but I wanna find out what it does first. So wait. Oh fine. <laughs> okay. Fine. I don't do that then. Well, <laughs> the first thing that Allery and Trey do is antagonize. <laughs> Don't antagonize the edge of their seeds, and Allery and Trey are like, if you poke the bear with a long stick, it doesn't do anything. 
She, she she walks up to Dune and Trey and Allery and Aleda and, and just, you take, you take, drink tea, drink tea. And she just kind of puts Dune, tea, tea in each of your hands. drank the tea. Dune, did you drink the tea too? I, I over, but I rolled a 20, so. Okay, all right. So, yeah, all right. Okay, so, um, okay, uh, so, uh, Elena and Allery and Trey then. Elena, Allery, and, and Hell is just kind of, more right away outside. Hell's like, nope, not dealing with that. <laughs> right. And like, so, teacups so that you place them on the table. Yeah, Allery will put their cup on the table and say, we appreciate the hospitality, but no. I'm just gonna, I'm okay, gonna then, just then... straight up cause the purify food and drink and smile at her and be like, Sure, you can understand, just in case, and purify it and then drink it. She's just kind of not trust for last survivor of village. So sh- no. such a shame. Piled up the bones and skulls of their families. Keep the terror folk That's away. Agonizing this poor woman. <laughs> Quickly, you go, Look. you you go, you go deal with terror folk. I I sh- I sh- I give you more tea, more tea and more gold. I, I give you gold and and magic items. Go. Go, you go, go, go now. Show us the golden magic okay. item first. More, more importantly, Trey, I think. What is a tower folk? Reese, That's go ahead. Reese, go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, I'm not sure if I want to roll badly or good. He did. <laughs> I don't know if I want to roll bad or good. All right. <laughs> I want you to roll back so we can see what it does. I know. Okay. Also, if we can have a restroom break here very soon, that'd be mm-hmm. awesome. Yes. Yeah. Like constitution. Constitution save, you said? Constitution saving throw. So that's going to be a dirty 20. <laughs> okay. You, you you feel a little woozy for a second. And then you just shake mm. it off. And you just feel it a little nauseous. A little woozy. Yeah, like like you feel dizzy, like you're about to pass out, but then you shake it off. Is this noticeable? And at that, we're gonna take a ten minute break. Ten fifteen. Yeah, yeah, we'll say ten minute break. Ten minute break. Ten minute pee break. Go and uh, stretch your legs. Um, bio break. <laughs> get a get a drink. Whatever you need to do. Uh, we're gonna we'll take a ten minute break. We'll run a two minute ad break here on the Twitch channel, and we will be back in ten minutes with more of Chris Cup and Chimera's Tomb of Annihilation. So everybody stretch your legs, enjoy the break, and we will be back shortly. Well, dang. I wonder what that does. Hmm. Interesting.
I could try to get another cup of tea so that we could figure out what it does if you want to ritually cast identify on it after we leave. Or we kill her and we just identify whatever's left because she was, she obviously made a bunch of the tea. I don't think we should kill her right away. I think we should kill her right away. Does the allow you to detect the presence of anything living? What? Does the vine sense allow you to detect the presence of anything living? Mm. Or is it very specific to the undead, fiend, and celestial? It, it's very much like a good and evil kind of thing. It, it's the celestial, really powerful good things. Uh, the undead, fiends, things like that. But it doesn't specify that you can just detect mm. if there's like a living person or something like that? Hold on, let me just... I can link it so you can look through it. We only have one more use of divine. You did, Rory? Oof. Sorry. Rest in peace, Rory. No location of any celestial Because I'm wondering if she has, I'm worried, so I'm cool with just leaving her for now, just like, yeah, sure, we'll go take care of a terror monster or whatever. I'm worried she has someone alive down there. But that's <laughs> why I say kill her. We condemn them. Yeah, kill her. Leave. But she could be being legitimate. She could just be a really suspicious, weird old lady who genuinely was just the last one of her people to survive. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it, no. but it's not even possibility. <laughs> no. Murder no. Hobo. No. No, I'll take the murder. I'll take the title Murder Hobo over let an Namapagi incident happen. What was the name of those ladies? We can try to piss her off for saying the name of the other coven. The Twisted what? Sisters? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, Twisted Sister, the band. Well, Reese. <laughs> Reese, you, you feel yourself about to pass out, and you stop yourself from doing so, and just, oh, it was a weird feeling, but you felt like your blood pressure just dropped real low. Uh, is, it, is Reese, like, like a noticeable stumble? Yes. Okay, Trey's just gonna straight up walk up to Reese and kind of pat them strongly about on the back and use five points of uh, lay on hands to neutralize any poisons or diseases affecting okay. them. And to say, just what have I said over. about drinking, buddy? And I'm gonna take off my axe and point it at her throat. Why are you say, doing this? What was in the drink? And try and intimidate Old her. berries. Bullshit. Old berries. You, you, uh, you would know bullshit. manners. You, you, you could take axe out of face, out of fruit. I would like to, I would like to protect life. I. Okay. Do you have that? I do. What do I do for that? Uh, read it. Uh, you can uh, send it in the chat. I can, I can look it up. Thing. Uh, it's in the chat now. Sorry, okay. Like if she's lying. Oh, but that's ear for deceit. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so go ahead and roll, uh, roll an insight check for me.
what are you trying to discern? I want to know, like, what she's hiding, what she's lying about. Like, what, what, what is, what is she trying to do here? She's disappointed that she's she's disappointed the way that the situation is playing out, and seeing <laughs> seeing Trey kind of cast a spell to to remove the the poison or disease effect. It is seeing Trey cast a spell and seeing Reese kind of the color return to 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 Reese as she just huh, shakes it off. She seems disappointed, and That's she she keeps looking at all of you with this hunger in her watching? eyes and it definitely reminds is you of the watching? way that you would look at a meal is she watching she them and doom to see if they have reactions at all that i can tell yes so i'll ma uh, make a perception check just saying do something because i'm about to difficult to really tell i know it's just going back without her Well, Trey just gonna keep his axe like really close to her neck and be like, "I know it wasn't fucking berries you put into the tea. Now tell me what the fuck it was." And I mean, it and could I'm have been berries. Shush. And I'm purposely trying to intimidate her. She just. <sighs> yeah, and you yeah. knew she was hiding something and was extremely disappointed that the tea didn't. That the situation is going to be cannibal. We should just leave her be. Hold on, Erin. Is the way she's looking at it? She vanishes. She vanishes? Mm-hmm. Well. What? What? Please tell me someone has detect magic. Pardon? Uh, wouldn't my detect- wouldn't my magic awareness still be running? Let's see. I'm gonna reread magic awareness. Would it still be all running, right. or is it? You know the location of any. So yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, you're you're. Let me just check on the duration of that. As an action, well, uh, no, it, it would be gone because it's until the end of your next turn. Okay. So you would have to recast it again, but at that moment she vanishes, okay. and. I can't cast it again. I already cast it twice. What are you all doing? Hold on. Valerie is stood, uh, wants to stand on top of the trapdoor. Okay. Um, I have, I have, I don't know what this was. Uh, I'm trying. I'm so fucking stupid. God damn it, I should have gone to the marker. Just in case. I want to, I wonder, did she go invisible or? She just, she's, she's gone. She's just completely vanished. Yeah, I, I want to go in the trap door. I want to see what's down there. It's, well, I'm going to start slow. swinging my axe. I'm going to start Wait. swinging my okay. axe like a madman. Make a just make a general make a general strength check. Who? Uh, Trey. Fuck! I'm rolling with my own guys. I swear. They're getting outfoxed oh. by old lady Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> uh you you you're so angry and aggravated that you swing your axe and you just you're 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 eventually you, you kind of strike the lock but the lock your axe just kind of clangs off of the the metal latch on the first one you would have to spend several you'd have to spend about 10 minutes hacking away at the wood 
I'll break in. At least for Trey. Yeah, Trey rolled a two. Can, can and that I makes roll, you even more um, frustrated. Can I roll to try to break the lock on the trapdoor? Someone go check on Wait, Hella. So can't I do that? Something like that? Can I do pick locks? I'm gonna go check on Hella. Okay. Alright. So Nim, you, you open the door and, and, and Hella's Hella just looks in. Everything alright in there? No. Um so I think she's a cannibal. She disappeared. Oh. She gave people tea. Uh pretty sure the tea was poisoned. Um I Yeah, that's what I know. I, I wanna start slashing you can at probably the come in all right, who who is okay. who is proficient in Arcana? Anyone that is proficient in Arcana can go ahead and roll an Arcana check. All right. Anyone that is proficient with everything. Roll twenty. Roll twenty is eating our ass tonight. Roll twenty is eating our collective ass. Roll twenty has not been great lately. I'm just gonna put my. Green I'm about ready to get my dice out and just roll. Dude, I already pulled my dice out. Look, I've got yeah. my lovely skeleton I got, dice. I got my tiny bag full of like two hundred dice. Uh, uh, Reese, you would you would oh, have sorry. to try a different you would have to try a different means of hitting it because you watched a tray try to just hit the lock and it didn't. If you can come up with a different can way, I try it. Sure, uh, because 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 Trey have... just smacked it. So yes, you can try and use leverage. <laughs> Thank you for specifying. I, I have a I have a, a pole arm kind of situation. Sure, so go, I ahead. Can... go ahead. Go make a general strength check. Yeah, we do have a rogue. And then and then we can and and then yeah and then we'll have Dune pick the lock if that doesn't work. Strength. Dune Dune is like I have lock picks. <laughs> I rolled a twenty, a dirty twenty. Okay, so 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 as Dune is like holding up the holding up their lock picks, you just walk over and kind of crack open the fulcrum. Like, mine are better. Right away, I want to slash at the air, assuming she's invisible to see if I hit her. Okay, go. Ahead. So you you swing. So Trey just starts swinging wildly and slicing into the air. And preference. Allery is still stood on top of the trap door, so no one's cutting it open until Allery. Okay, it, it, it kind of okay, it kind Allery of buckles a little bit. Honey. It kind of buckles a little bit as you pop the lock, but you're able to. It other than that, nothing happens. I'm like Allery, can you step off? No, we don't know where she is. I want to go on down there and see what's going on. <laughs> if the thing that is down here can help her to hurt us, we should not let her down here until we figure out where she is. Okay, can you let me down, and then you can stand on top of it again? You are not going in there alone. You can come with me, my dear. Fair. I think everyone needs to do at least one solid sweep of the room and make sure she's not in here. Fine. And then, Allery, you can... Is alarm concentration? Uh... No. Because uh, then you can alarm the trapdoor, perhaps? I do have to ritual cast it, so it would take me an hour. Ooh. I mean, I'm willing to wait an hour to make sure nothing sneaks up behind us. Okay, I just want to go down there, though. Hold on. Just be smart about this, Reese. That's coming from me. That's coming from me. If we barely crack it open, can Elena send... What's, what's everyone's passive perceptions? Oh, 
Okay. All right. Good to know. Are you still outside with Hella? I absolutely am. Okay. All right. What's everyone else doing? I'm trying to persuade Allery to let me go on the gym tour. Dude's just gonna be like, please just like crack it open. I just want to like, you know. I'm like, I can just let me down in there, and you can stand back on top of it. Etsy, is there any flower or dust kind of thing on this woman's table with her cooking stuff? Make a perception check. Yeah, And is, is anyone above a 14 for passive perception? No. I think the highest is a 14. I haven't rolled above a 10 this entire thing. I'm not a stop <laughs> roll 20. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't think anyone here has rolled above a 10 in the roll 20 except for the one side hand check you made. I've made several 20s. <gasps> I got some high rolls um, when I was... Can I have everyone roll initiative, please? <laughs> No, oh, I'm outside. Uh, you turn around to see this, Nim. What the fuck is that? Looks like an undead. Oh my god! Oh god! Hey. That's disgusting. That's even better. It's so go up to where it says initiative. You can either click that or add that. I am not using roll twenty for the rest of the night. So. Yeah. <laughs> well. As you hear this, you hear this fluttering of wings from the trees, and this, and then, for anyone else. What? 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 I didn't hear anything Essie said after it, you, the mic didn't something. pick up. There's more. There's a there. me. Oh, is my no. is my mic working? Oh, oh no! Ah. Oh, there's so many more. Is my mic working? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think it just didn't pick up the noise you made because it was out of a pitch frequency that it picks up. Okay. It's just. <laughs> Yeah. For initiative. Oh, sorry, I didn't see it. <sighs> my roll 20 is messed up. All right, so Gabe. Well, I think I believe I rolled a natural one. <laughs> All right, so uh, Reese, your total initiative is four. Yeah. Okay, and Nim, your total initiative. Okay, can everyone just tell me their initiative, please? Yeah. Four. I'm 16. I clicked my character before I rolled initiative. Okay. All right. Ooh. Mine is oh. Got a raid. oh my goodness. Thank you so Ellery, much for the raid! Oh my god, wow, okay, awesome. Thank you, Absolute 20 Podcast. Oh my goodness. So for everyone just joining, we are the Crystal Coven Chimeras. We're playing Tomb of Annihilation, D&D 5e. And the party has just angered a green hag. <laughs> we'll say that we're able to, yeah, because she is she is attacking you now. They have, they've angered a green hag because they did not want to become her meal, so she has loosed her flesh golem and army of flying monkeys onto them.
Question, are flesh golems technically undead? No. It was inactive. It's kind of an amalgamation. I think it's an amalgamation. I can check. But it was, uh, I think, over 60 feet on the other side no, of I'm the... Just, I'm, I was asking to see if my, you know, paladin and warlock oh, traits yeah. would affect well, it. Well, I'm going to double check on that. I'm going to double yeah, I can't check believe on we pulled. Sheet. I can't believe we got our hair taken by a night hag, and then we night got almost eaten by a green hag. You have got to be kidding me. God. So remember the last session where hags. we didn't Lots have any hags. spell slots? Much love, thank Wait, you. Do you have any spell slots? I do have spell slots now, but I ha I can regain a spell slot. I gotta roll today. for all the flying monkeys. Give me a second. on a short rest. Yeah, but I can also regain paladin spell slots. <laughs> oh, flying monkeys are really cute. cute. They are really cute. I can't kill that. Yes, you can, and you're going to. Oh, they're so cute! Oh, I want to make one of his friends one. Right away. Fly off. Ever? What? So many. Uh, you... Yes. Yes? I was just gonna say that Allery's initiative isn't on. They rolled in 18. Yep, we're we're coming back to that. <laughs> There's All a lot, right, lot of stuff going playing. on. Yeah. All right, flesh golem, and now I gotta find Nani Poopoo. There's like eight thousand tokens <laughs> in this game. Nani Poopoo. <laughs> you can't fool me. I gotta put her back on the map. But you can't on the fool me just fighting the wicked witch of the west. I love that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. I'm our Battle strategy-wise, we should all get in the hut, because then we can use the door as a choke point. True. <laughs> okay. It will make us vulnerable to um, area of effect spells, but if we figure out where she is... It's over. <laughs> Alright, so Gabe is a 12, Nim is a 16, Reese is a 4, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and what is Dunes? Uh, 20. Alright, uh, initiative June of 20. 20. 18. Alright. Allery. 18. 18. Who's not on the turn order? Elena isn't. Uh, for player characters. No, uh, all everyone? Players. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Gotta add Hella. Yeah, initiative is always kind of a pain on roll 20. Especially during a, a last stream. Like but... That I didn't want to come here. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You have the you have the benefit of of that, or the benefit of validation. And now you're in the front. Guys, we right. should. I'm right by the door. Inside and close the door. Okay. So the good news. I know what I'm gonna do. Right now. The good news is that Dune is up first, so we have a player character going first. Yeah. Also, um, Dune, you said something. Oh yeah, I was gonna say whenever it's your turn, you should go by the door so you're like, cause you're the tank, you know. Oh yeah, I'm like last, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Helen and Nim go before the flesh golem, so hopefully they can get inside the yeah. building before. Um, what to do? I mean, I'm a cast Bane and then run inside, so. Dune. Um, this hag is either in here. I want to. I want to. I want to locate her. Okay. Using using what? 
I love that. Please save the hag. She can change. <laughs> the hag. The hag. The hashtag. Hashtag. The hag can change. <laughs> no, she tried to poison us with tea. Um, it is true. She did try to poison you with meal. with tea. Yeah, your best option is to try and see if you can perceive she her. Was like, so, the yeah, flying monkeys the are us, just so. hooting and hollering the <laughs> as the wings are fluttering outside, and there's just this mass of noise of fluttering flying monkey wings <laughs> as the flesh golem just <sighs> So I am going to ask, I, yeah, ask I'm going to check on the flesh golem for you because the question you asked, so let's see flesh golem Oh, no, no, no. Perception was to see if like, it's... Like, I know Nim's not a snack, but... Not a technically undead. Meal, but that's not... Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Sorry. That's rough. I'm like... I am oh. built for the undead at this point. One accident. Either using investigation or perception, whichever you would require. Or something. Like, see if she's in the room. <laughs> and I can do that as my bonus action. It's Dune followed time. by. I have a question, real quick. Yes, I have an answer. Um, Dane's a concentration spell. Do I have to keep the person in my sights the entire time I'm concentrating? <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna say no. I'll say you know as long as long as you maintain. <laughs> concentration sorry this uh i can't drink so i'm drinking grape juice and <laughs> it went down the wrong pipe oh no so yeah so so as long as you don't get hit your concentration will stay up I, um okay. and it's bane right let me see if there's oh, a range yeah, but on I'm not, it i'm not first okay bane 5e i'm just gonna double check the range i also have that I could pop up the thing for you. Uh, so the range is 30 feet, so if it, le if it leaves 30 feet, it will drop. Oh, okay. So it's it's concentration within 30 feet. Okay. Yes. She was. <laughs> she was very hungry. <coughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. I drank the grape juice too fast. Well, it's like, it's like grape pomegranate blends or something. I know Nim is not a snack, but a whole meal. But uh, that's not—that's not how I wanted. Emma, you Emma, have this weird light in the middle of your face. The—that's the sheen from my aloe vera off of the light too. So, Dune, uh, what are you it, thinking? It was just like this big blotch. Make an investigation or, or perception check so I can find the hag. I want to see if she's in okay. the room. <laughs> Go ahead, make a perception check. Yeah, un unfortunately, it's it's you don't see any signs of the hag whatsoever. Emma, she seems to have completely vanished from your from your periphery. Sorry, no. I have them in front of us. You'd have to. What do you want to do? I don't. I didn't want to go first. Roll twenty oh. just messing with us tonight at this point. Yeah, True, probably. Dude. It is Saturday night, so it's a popular night for Roll20. I think they need to uh, server boost themselves a little bit. <laughs> so right now, well, we can say that there's nothing that you can attack within 30 feet from where you are. You have to go outside. The hut, it's its an enclosed space, and 
covered in animal hide and uh, thatched roof. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You know what's cool, Dirac? Uh, if something comes and gets you, um, you can... I think I'm gonna not do anything else. I don't really know what I can do right now. Okay, do you want to hold an action in case something comes barging through the door? Or you can you can move and yeah. check outside. Or okay, well, are you holding a, a bow action or a blade action? A bow action. Okay, so you're ready. You're both and notch an arrow. All right. Now it is Hag's turn. She's on the turn order, but I don't want to reveal her yet because reasons. Because then we can we know she is. Yes. Let's take a look. Well, if she casts a lesser invisibility spell, it'll reveal her if she does anything. If she casts the greater one, we're kind of screwed, because that's like a fifth level spell or something. Third, fourth, something like that. It's a high level spell. Okay. Five, ten... So she appears right in front of Nim. Oh no, buddy. Is that within Dune's line of sight? The door is closed currently. Oh. Or is partially closed. So, now, I will say that, to clarify the door was closed, the door being closed, do you want to change your, the, uh, do you want to change your decision to hold an action, Dune? I, no, I'm going to I'm holding. Okay. Alright. So that is an 18 to hit on Nim. I mean, it hit. Okay, you take 17 points of slashing damage as she just kind of appears in a cloud of smoke, like, and you can see these long, kind of claw-like fingernails, and she just, and just slashes at you and kind of hisses, and you take 17 points of slashing damage from the initial as her kind of dirty claws just rake, her dirty nails rake across you and open up five lacerations on your uh, anterior. Okay. And your AC is 13? Yep. Are you down? Nim, I cannot hear you. I think you're on. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Hello. Hey. I, it, I'm at half health, though. Okay. <laughs> half, well. I have 15 hit points right now. Allery, you're up. All right. Allery is 5, 10, 15, 20. Gonna throw open the door. Uh, All right. Yell at his companion. Get the fuck inside. Um, and it's going to cast. Probably this. The hag is visible now. She's standing yes. in front of her flesh golem. She's just kind of like, kind of swaying listlessly behind her. 
Mm-hmm. You can see now that she's deployed her sharp claws. I'm going to cast Splatter. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. Don't get me your Splatter. Okay. Um, make, I want it to hit our friend the Hag and our friend the Fork Golem. Okay, so cons, uh, it's a con save for both of them. Alright, so as you throw open the door and just kind of tell your friend to get inside, you let out almost like Songbird from uh, not Suicide Squad, but Birds of Prey. And you just kind of let out this scream and as uh, you do it just kind of echoes and reverberates and Nim and Hela and Elena have to kind of brace and kind of hold their ears and this sound wave of ripples that you can see kind of piercing through the air like as you just kind of let out this ear-piercing scream just makes its way over towards Nanny Poo Poo and the Flesh Golem as they kind of hold their hands up. Con saves. Nope, I keep clicking on the one right below Nanny Poo Poo. There we go. Alright, so we're gonna have Nanny Poo Poo make a con save. Okay. That's a fail. Yeah, okay, so that is... Go ahead and roll 3d8 thunder damage, and I'm going to roll for the flesh golem in the meantime. Uh, I rolled my 3d8. It is 18. Nice. As Nanny Poopoo just it is taken, clearly taken aback by it and taken by surprise as her ears just start to bleed, and she... Rude. And 18, you just said? Just the fuck yeah, out of we're that. Yeah, we're the rude one. Yeah, we're the rude one. To be honest, I did hold an axe to a half rope. Yes. All right, and the flesh golem. <laughs> we're we're rude for not wanting to be eaten. Rude for wanting to live. That is a twenty. Oh. So he takes nine. Okay. As the flesh golem, like. Okay. Flesh golem has a plus. All right. Is that the end of your turn, Allery? Allery's gonna take two steps back. Um, using the rest of their movement. Okay. Uh, actually, I think. Does the door stay open? Yeah, I leave it open. Yeah, the the, the door can stay open. Okay. Leave it open. Um, You're able to like swing it in a way that it stays open. That trigger, can that trigger Dune's thing now that they can see? Yes. The go hag. ahead. Go ahead and make an arrow attack, or a longbow attack, or shortbow. I'm not sure. I can't remember if it's a longbow or shortbow. Yeah. Probably. Make an attack bow. with your bow, <laughs> whether it is long or short. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it's shut off first. Okay. 17 is exactly what you need, so you. And she kind of tries to move and see it coming, and it pierces into her shoulder. <laughs> and she kind of hisses right back at you, so go ahead and roll damage on the sharp bow. Well done. Okay, here. You just want to click. Sharp bow, there. Click it. Nice. Not bad damage for a shortbow. She's got an arrow kind of sticking out of her shoulder now. <sighs> okay. Um, and then that will be it for my turn. Okay. Gotta check the flying speed on the flying monkeys. I think it's 30. 
my earbuds keep uh, deciding that the other one's gonna die, so I just keep charging one, and then when oh, that one starts to have issues, I just keep switching them. <laughs> what a mood. Improvise. We're we're really good at improvising here. <laughs> to say the yeah, least. You gotta do what you gotta do. Well, the good news is, Nam, is that it's your turn. I would like to disengage. Okay. <laughs> and then I want to get the fucking side. All right. So you just deftly kind of duck and roll, duck and roll inside of the hut. Wait, Nim, if I can offer a thing, can you possibly pull Hella with you? Is that something I can do? Or will that you would you would move at half movement, but she's gonna just say get inside. She's gonna push you off of her anyway. Oh, okay. Hella will die. The flush golem goes before Hella does. in the chat to her. All right. Other than I'm that, sorry, I had to self-preservation over here, y'all. That's okay. I mean, that really hurt. Yeah, your guts are about to hang out. That's that's, that's gross. You should have uh, healed because you're a bard. You have healing spells. I had to disengage. Oh my! Right. Using action to heal, I had to disengage. My bad. All right, it's going to take two attacks of opportunity. From both Hella and Elena. She's very hungry. She wants a meal. So Hella is going to... Is she just chasing Nim? Yes. This is the flesh golem. That's Ooh. the flesh golem. Wait, no, that's the... Oh, I think I think she, think, she thinks that... um. Nim drank the tea and is poisoned by it, right? It's probably why she's chasing Nim. Or Nim it, yeah, it literally might be just that Nim no, that's like the, easy to take out. She has a morning star that is not here for some reason. I thought it was the crush attack. Go on, Hella, please. <laughs> take a chunk out of it. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, she's she just misses. Oh, wait, no, it's it's only got a 9 AC. I apologize. So, oh, sh yep. That is 9 as Hella just kind of swings and takes a big chunk out of the flesh golem, knocks off. It's kind of stitched together. It's stitched together from different um, body parts, and she just kind of latches on with her morning star and rips a chunk of this stitched flesh off as it sloughs off onto the ground as he runs forward. And Elena gets to make another attack as she lights up the flaming sword, as she lights up the uh, the flame weapon. <laughs> it seems to have like a black fire now, a black and orange fire, different than the red fire it was before. There we go. All right. So, <laughs> all this for an opportunity attack. The good news is it does twenty damage to the flesh golem, and. It lights on fire. It's on fire now. As it lights up and ignites. Well, that's not because... fine from him. Yes. Flesh Golem has aversion to fire. So it's going to have a disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the end of its next turn. 
So it's I going to well. make two attacks at disadvantage on Nim as it's on fire. So this flaming pile of flesh I'm is down. going to... No, that's a 14. Oh. Alright, so does, does a 14 hit? Though. Yes. Okay. Alright. Oof. So and if it's 16 bludgeoning, I'm down. It is 16 bludgeoning. <laughs> As it and swings a flaming hand on, like kind of uh, onto you and slaps you with this flaming hand, and you go down onto the ground. So that brings it back to Hella's turn. Fuck. Wait, happy I'm ready to die. Okay. I'm not using roll twenty for yes. my death. And thank you, throw, thank you so much for everyone. Uh, thank you so much to everyone for your patience uh, for technical difficulties. Somehow. The character sheets get a little wonky, and Roll20 was giving us a hard time. So let's do a ram nice, towards Ella. the... Yeah. Alright, so Hella is going to... <laughs> Hella is going to just uh, take the wheels and lurch herself forward in the combat chair and again she has these um kind of jagged uh jagged blades in the front of them that you've noticed that she can deploy so she deploys both of them they can kind of retract so she both of these jagged blades come from the retracted position forward and she swings herself into the hag who just and you see the hag so i think allery and dune and elena kind of watch outside through the open door as hella just slams into the hag knocks her prone onto the ground and she takes seven bludgeoning damage and is now prone okay we got we got more flying monkeys Does she not try to get inside or anything like that? She just stays out there? Uh, Hella? Yeah. Yes. A flying monkey comes flying in. <laughs> and kind of screeches at all of you. Gabe, you're up. A lot of them are using their movement just to kind of get close to you and get inside. Uh, acting like familiars to give their masters advantage. Okay, hold on. Right. Uh... Lay in hand takes a whole ass action, right? Yes. Fuck. Uh, let me double check on lay on hands. Yeah, it does, it is. Okay. Do not let this bitch um, eat me, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'ma just walk over to Nim, and let me just ask this. If I heal Nim, do they wake up? Or do I need a cost spare the dying? They would stabilize. They'd stabilize and wake. So, like, if you give them one point of healing, yes, they're they alive up. again. They don't have to make death saving throws or anything. They're just prone. Oh, only one point of They healing? only need one. Oh, I'm gonna use my action. Okay. And, um... Hold on. Do I not have that spell? I have freaking cure wounds. That I'm gonna cure wounds now. You can use lay on hands, or you can use cure wounds. I only have five points of thingy, so I'm gonna use lay on hands. So it's 1d8. Also, thank you for the host. Again, I'm just seeing that there is a host and a raid. So thank you so much, Absolute 20. I really appreciate that. Spell casting ability. Is it bonus? Yeah, cure wounds. Modifier. Is it healing, word healing word, I believe, is the bonus action. Cure wounds is the primary action. Yeah. Or you can is. use lay on hands. Uh, mm -hmm. So, moon. Or 12. Uh, oh, that's a lot of healing. 
Yeah. Also, I shout out to uh, shout out to the uh, dissociating GM for the stats on the combat chair, and also uh, the music currently that we have on loop is royalty free, DMCA free for all of you fellow streamers out there. Action background music, no copyright. Celtic medieval fantasy epic battle music, no copyright is the full <laughs> title of the YouTube video, uh, and you can check out Unwind Station on YouTube to go and show them some love, some support. Uh, the artist credit, uh, Makai Symphony, CJ Beards, Ian Grimm, Alexander Hoff. Uh, and I think that's, uh, that's everyone. And Alan Spiller. Alan Spiller, Tuber Songs, is I think a source for a lot of this. Uh, you can find it on YouTube and ko-fi.com ko slash unwindstation and patreon.com slash unwindstation. Thank you so much. In the era of DMCA, we really like to give sh uh, special shout-outs to the people who create um, music for us to use so thank you so much so that being said Trey uh, are you using uh, lay on yeah. hands or are you using I used cure wounds, cure wounds. Nim, okay which healed them for 12 and I'm gonna bonus action just thunderous smite okay. on my axe all right uh, so you extend a I'm... hand and these black tendrils of magic just begin to surround Nim and Nim you feel your heart drop. You're unconscious, but you feel your heart drop, and it's a very uncomfortable uh, feeling, sensation. It feels like dying, but you're somehow... It energizes you and brings you back, and it's a very uncomfortable feeling that eventually fades, but when you come to... <gasps> you have this almost this sense of fear, but realization that you are once again conscious. And you don't have to make us saving throws. And as you charge your axe, it begins to, this uh, lightning begins to spark onto the axe. I completely forgot that I you just said I can't cast two spells. Oh, um, right. Okay. Never mind so, the thunder smite. Okay. Bonus section. That's right. Can I just Thank you. yell at the flesh golem to, it was Emma that reminded me. Uh, Thank can you. I yell at the flesh golem to divert its attention towards me? Yeah, give me one second while I fix the cameras. Okay, make an intimidation check for me. Uh, intimidation, I think, is a plus four. Let me hurry up. Uh, intimidation is a plus four. Oh, I fell. Oh, fuck, 12. <laughs> also, um, thank you for double checking on the, uh, on the flame tongue for me. For some reason, it either wasn't in her character sheet. You know what I think it was? I think I had her on D&D Beyond and then it didn't carry over, so. No, no big deal. Mine is working right now, so I'm okay, good. happy. All right. <laughs> I, All right. I rolled a 12 in Intimidation. Okay. This sucks. Well, it's... Let's see. We have to make a Wisdom check. So that's pretty have close. Nice have to make Go a... To Okay. At the roll yeah, Oh, do yeah. not, do not pass go. Do not <laughs> go to dice jail. All yeah. the roll twenty dice have to go to dice jail. Oh, All it was my own dice that done that. I'm putting my actual green dice. Oh, in. actually, <laughs> actually, it has more health than I thought because. So plus eleven and. I'm gonna add some back here. 
plus 11 and plus 20. Wow. Yikes. Wow. All right. Okay. So Hella and who else hit the flesh golem? Was it just Hella and Elena? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Both use right. magical weapons, right? Yes. Allery did but... cause shatter. It took like nine damage oh, from Allery's yeah. shatter. Oh right, right, right. It took nine damage from my shatter. All right. Yeah, okay. Brain. Good. 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 All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. It's looking. It's on fire, and it's not liking the fire, but... I just wanted to check. Okay. Yep. Advantage. Okay. And wisdom. They talk yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. It kind of... It slowly turns towards Gabe, towards Trey, and just... <sighs> I'm fucked. <laughs> you can take a hit much better than Nim. Yeah, I know, but not by much. I was thinking about using Vicious Mockery, but now I think he'd turn back to me if I use Vicious Mockery. Don't Vicious Mockery him, kill yourself. Alright, the rest of the flying monkeys Please. just begin to swoop swoop in. Fifty nine 49.9. <laughs> Not that like vicious mockery would do anything good. It's it's only one d four. All right, and Elena's <laughs> kind of in two spots here, so I'm gonna have her down over there. All right, Oof, it is now Elena's turn. The uh, the flying monkeys seem to be hovering in the air about ten feet above all of you. They are not directly engaged. They're just kind of hovering above, trying to provide uh, some kind of exactly what they're doing is is uncertain, but they're they're not directly engaging with any of you. And Elena is going to seize that opportunity. All right, so the blade, the flame tongue, oof, I don't know what that was. <laughs> the flame tongue continues to glow with black fire. <sighs> and it's going to... You can see that these glowing runes on it, these kind of red runes are just going to light up on the blade. These magical looking runes as she begins to make her way outside to go and assist... Wait, no, flesh golem's over here. There we go. <laughs> Staying in the tent. Pursuing the flesh golem. And with the blade glowing, she's going to take a swing. Alright, so the familiar is going to give Elena, and Elena only, the help action on this one attack. As Daria just, and just kind of latches onto the flesh golem. And tries and just is screeching and, and chirping at the flesh golem and pulling at its leg and, like, and kind of looks down. It goes from looking at Trey to look at Daria at the Procom Signathus on the ground. And she's going to swing 
with add advantage to give her the net 20. Yeah. And so, oh wait, no, that is, oh, that's just going to give her advantage. Never mind. I was looking at something different. Let's see if it's a net 20. 20, but not a natural 20. All right, so. All right. So four fire. Yeah, she lights it on fire again. And the fire reignites on the flesh golem. And then she is going to use her branding smite, which she had charged up. So glad Elena was brought back. <laughs> Not great damage. It's better than nothing. It's okay. Right. It's Reese's turn next. So it just <laughs> ignites with this plume of radiant energy that shoots up towards the ceiling and as it does you can see this glowing uh, elder rune of kind of glowing white gold just seared into the back of this flesh golem and I believe that is all of it for Elena I think she has a second attack but I'm going to double check God, I can't wait till I get second tag. I can't wait until I get more spell slots. <laughs> Better be like <laughs> third spell slot's gonna be dopamine. I just, <laughs> yeah, okay. There there are some uh, for Vistra's mockery at fifth level I get I, I get an extra D4. <laughs> okay, Reese, it is your turn, followed by Doom. Finally. Alright, <laughs> so I am um, going to pull up over here to the doorway. Okay. Um, would I be able to hit the hag from here? Because I have reach. Yes, if you have reach, that is... Yep, that's ten feet. So like, you can kind of position yourself in the doorway to swing your... Uh, your glaive down, your halberd kind of glaive All hybrid right. down at it. Then I'm going and to... And she uh... is prone, so you have advantage on the attack. Because Hella right. had rammed first into her all, with a combat chair. First of all, I'm gonna go into a rage because I can, and I totally didn't all right, so you just do ah, And just ignite your inner fire and your eyes kind of just seem to glow with this seething rage and hatred as so you kind of bring the glaive to, down. So I can roll on the wild surge table, right? If you... Is that part... Is that uh, something that happens every time you go into a rage, or is that an optional thing I you can choose? I think... I think so. Okay, do you have the wild magic table? I can pull it up if you don't have it. I have it up. Can you send it to me as well? Yes. Also, is that Tasha's? Um, here. This is... Um, it's all in here, so that's the I have whole all... like, thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Do you know where is it? Do you know if it's from Tasha's? I'm pretty sure it is from Tasha's. Okay. Yeah. So I have the source book. I just want to make sure. So, all right, go ahead and roll a d8. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, I roll a five. So that's the whenever a creature hits you yeah, okay. with an attack roll, um, creature nice. takes one d six force damage. That's nice. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. So this kind of chaotic energy starts to swirl around you, almost like this, uh, this kind of white kind of mist, this smoky mist that just swirls all around you like an atom, like the exterior of an atom. And so now I get to roll with advantage on the hag? Yes, because the hag is prone. So it's kind of easy for you to be able to, to just kind of swing your glaive down and onto the hag. Oh, thank god I had advantage. I rolled a two and a natural twenty. Nice. So hard. Let me pull up with that. That's actual dice. I thought Elena had a nat twenty, but she did not. She had a a dirty twenty. Also, I don't think I've ever rolled a natural twenty with the crocodile halberd. Does that do anything specific? Doubles the damage dice. Okay. Because I, cause I don't think standard. I figured out everything that the crocodile halberd yes. does. But, okay. Remind me when you rest again, and I'll cast Identify on it. I yeah. have Identify now. I was going to okay. do it the last time we rested, but we never rested after Camp Righteous. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm okay. going to have... So Nanny Poopoo needs to make a strength saving throw. And I need you to roll another d4 for me. Okay. So I roll two d10s and a d4. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's gonna be. Okay. Oh shit. These are strength saving throws. That was for okay, that was for the hag. Yes, yeah, she rolled a twenty-three on a strength save. So no no additional consequences for the natural twenty. But so roll the um roll the damage, so the double damage and then okay. So seventeen damage and then I roll a two on the four on the D four. Okay. It's Do a I roll the D four doubled or no? Yes. The roll roll another under yeah, so four. And then uh okay. another three from the D four. Okay. Well I was just gonna double the original two, so Okay. So 17 plus 4 then. Yep. That's, All right. Anything else? That's my turn. All I right. Think, I think it's my turn. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Dune, you're up. Me is, um, I'm going to come over here to this point. And I'm going to sneak attack. Um, should I use my drone? I already have my drone out. Mm. Um, you so do you, do you have advantage on the roll? Don't think so? No, oh, wait. No uh, yeah, because oh, yeah, cause Darius' help action was for Elena. Yeah, but it is engaged with other things, so they can still sneak attack. Um, so you have your... You can use your short sword and your dagger, because it's a free action to switch your things, kind of. Okay. Um, or if you take a step, a couple steps back, you can use your short bow and you still get sneak attack because it is still engaged with your allies. 
So you don't actually. So have I to could. Engage. I could stay there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't actually have to engage it. You can just keep firing your short bow at it. Uh, I'm gonna stay where I was, and I'm gonna fire sneakily at the golem. Oh right. Okay. So. Right. I. I sneak attack always messes me up. You're right because it's engaged with several things. You are correct. So. And so it's kind of like looking at Trey and back at Nim and back at Elena. Kind of, it's a target-rich environment. Okay. All right. So 14 will hit. It's got a low AC. No, no, you can't, I guess. That's not, that's not. Okay. So just click on the short bow again and roll 20. So uh, where it says 21, 83, 20, right below where it says short bow, that's what you want to click on. Yeah, we clicked on it. Um, If you can't click on it on the tablet, I have to, we have to use Oh, okay. All right. I gotcha. My apologies. So. All good. So that 10 is the piercing. You okay, so you fire the arrow and it sticks into the flesh golem and it does not react whatsoever. Oh, would the sneak attack? You sneak attack. It's, okay. It's immune to piercing, isn't it? So go ahead and roll an additional 2d6. Yep. Okay. Make a perception check for me. With 19 damage. Make a perception check. 22. Nice. This did nothing to it. Absolutely nothing. It's immune! No! It oh. did not even flinch. Yeah, I've gotten any poo-poo. It's... it's Probably, it's probably immune to probably non Probably immune to non magical attacks. I can do nothing to this kid. Correct. <laughs> For your next one, yeah. I can't run now. Can't. You can you can move you can if you want to if you want to move around. You can move around, but you can't attack again. Okay, then I'll I'll stay where I am and I'll move next. Okay, yeah, you're like you have this moment you were like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm having that moment right now. Can I so, play that to him? Yeah, absolutely. You can totally show that out. I'm gonna be like, hey man, you have to use magic on it. Uh, we're doing basically nothing. We're throwing pebbles. <laughs> Alright, so Nanny Poo Poo uses all of her movements, uh, sorry, half of her movement to kind of throw herself back up. A little bit more agile than she was before. She kind of <sighs> jumps back up and just kind of looks around and Everybody's so rude, and just vanishes again whew, into thin air. No. Uh. <sighs> Bitch, I swear. Well, I'm standing in the doorway, so Allery. hopefully she won't be able to go past me. It is Allery's turn. Followed by a flying monkey, and then followed by Nim. Changes my plans a little bit. Uh, I want to. Um, I'm gonna cast hex on the golem. Okay. The thing it has disadvantage on is going to be strength check, uh, constitution ability checks. Okay. It's not saving throws, just ability checks. Um, and then I'm going to cast an Eldritch Blast at it. 
Oof. Nope. Okay. <laughs> it's still high. Make another attack roll. Oh no. I'm gonna still use it. Okay, and roll a d20 for me. A d20. Yes. Or whoever oh, I accidentally no. 15. Alright, you... you use roll 20 for that attack? <laughs> you lob an Eldritch Blast, and it goes past the Flesh Golem and hits Daria, and Daria just poofs out of existence for the rest of the day. And Elena just, just looks back at you like, the fuck? You know what? Yeah, I'd rather it hit Daria than me. Fair. So Same. the the Procom Signathus familiar just poof, just poofs out of existence as the Eldritch Blast hits it and poof. anything else? It's really sad that a natural one still almost hit that bitch with its nine AC. <laughs> anything else on your turn? Uh, no, that was my bonus action and action. Um, I actually, I'm not engaged with these monkeys, right? Correct. I'm gonna go back and stand on top of the trapdoor again. Okay. I'm keeping her from going into the trapdoor. I don't All know right. what's down there, but she's not allowed to have it. Especially now that it's unlocked. She doesn't need to spend time to unlock it. Yeah. Yep. All right, Nim, it is your turn. Why did one monkey go all the way over there? I am disengaging and crawling onto the bed here. All right. It is covered in blood and skin tags. Jk, I'm <laughs> actually I'm, I'm gonna come. Uh, uh, that's not a spot. That's, that, okay. That's not a spot. There's stuff yeah. That I, I... Uh, when I used to work EMS, we used to call that people flakes. Ew, God. Ew, ew. Like really dry skin <laughs> is just all over the bed. And then... Two of us. I'm gonna uh, look over at Trey and be like, Fucking love, dude. You got this. Um, and I'm gonna give Bardic Inspiration. Alright, Trey, you have Bardic Inspiration. You're inspired That's by Jim's words. Alright. What does that do again? It gives you a... G. There's just so much echo on the Lori's mic. There is a little bit of echo. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't know what my Bardic Inspiration... I... Hang on. Well, depending on who they're attacking. Alright, so the Flesh Golem is going to slam 1D6. into... 1d6. 1d6, perfect. Okay. 1d6 is what Bardic Inspiration is. The Flesh Thank Golem you. is going to slam into Trey. Well, the first one is going to miss with two nines. Like, oh, it's still on fire. There's disadvantage. So, the second one is a 23, which it slams onto you with a flaming fist. Um, Faerun joke, pun intended. Not intended. <laughs> And it just kind of slams into your armor for 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. And then... That wasn't very nice of him, but... Yes. Cool. That wasn't that very was nice. Very nice. Yeah. I need to... Oh, this is going to go. It's going to try and do one more. All right. 
Hella's gonna try and make her way in. Yes, come inside, Hella. I'm gonna and... close the door. Um, on my turn, probably. Or if Hella wants to close the door behind. No, wait, if you close the door and the hag is the only one out there, that would be amazing. Hella. <laughs> walk her out of her own door while we kill all her minions. Assuming she's not already in there. She would have yeah. had to have, she could potentially have done that, but she would have had to have got by um, Reese in the doorway. Yeah. Which okay, could, gonna make a strength save. Actually, but... She could have done it, but I would have but if, even if she was invisible, I would have felt something go past me, right? Yeah. I would imagine Essie would have at least had you roll something to say that she brought yes. Make so, sure she didn't brush you. Hella is going to just kind of go full tilt, full speed at the flesh golem and slam into it, and it's kind of, kind of get knocked a little bit off kilter, but does not fall prone as she kind of slams herself into the, the side of it. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be too affected by it. Flying monkeys. Alright, so we get another one. They're gonna try and dip out. Okay. And Where are they going? This one is gonna flutter over here in this direction. Trey, it's your turn. Alright, uh, what can I add Bardic Inspiration to, by the way? Uh, tech rolls and saving for us. Or ability okay. checks, yep. Um doesn't take any non-magical damage so what i'm gonna do do uh because i'm so close to it can i still cast uh eldritch blast do i need to get away uh no you can cast eldritch blast at short range okay. it's more for like um it's more for ranged weapons okay so what i'm gonna that's do the way i've is, always interpreted it uh hunter's mark okay. uh, bonus action and All right. then I'm just going to straight up Eldritch Blast it into guts. Thank you, Janie, though, for the follow. Much appreciated. Thank you. I put the little pink dot on myself because I'm concentrating on Hex, by the way. I rolled an 11. Okay. Does 11 hit it? Alright. Four. Is, Is that for your Eldritch Blast? Yeah. 11 does it hit. Is. Yep. Uh, I'll just roll damage. Here. As you channel this glowing purple fire in your hand and just kind of take your hand and shove it into this thing's chest. Okay, so it takes eight force damage from the Eldritch Blast. Okay. And then five damage from the Hunter's Mark. The Hunter's Mark. As the fire just engulfs it more than it normally would have. That purple flame mixing with Elena's flame weapon. So you said five, right? Yeah, five for Hunter's Mark. Okay. And eight for the Eldritch Blast. Alright, perfect. Anything else on your turn? Nope, that's about it I can do. Alright. I'm not very useful. Guys, we okay. still have a whole less fucking hack to kill. You were so useful. You got me. <laughs> I didn't have to start making death saving throws. Elena's just gonna keep lighting it on fire. Others. 
All right, just kind of slicing up the back of it again. And I have to check. See, I have to, I'm going to check Searing Smite one more time. See, I think it's only one turn, but I think it's the duration, like ten minutes. Double check. Or a minute. Oh, Branding Smite. Sorry. Okay. It is. Oh yeah, up to one minute. Oh no, but that's that's yeah. just that's just for how long she can hold it. So it's it's currently shedding light. Yeah, it's just the first attack. I think. Uh, next time you creature with a weapon attack by the spell end, weapon gleams, astral radiance. Yeah, it's the next time, so it's just the one time that it deals the extra. But it's glowing, glowing light. Mm -hmm. So this is six fire damage, which brings up to below 50. As you, the blade cutting into it doesn't seem to do much, but it kind of, it's, the flame weapon, the flame tongue weapon does reignite it as it's engulfed by fire and seems to really be irritated by this as it and it's ignited once more in flame the flame really seems to catch uh on these uh flesh golems all right reese it's your turn burn baby burn that's right let it on fire kill the fire it's just as it ignites can i close and lock the door Sure, we'll call that a free object interact as you slam the door and slide the latch over. Cool. Then I'm gonna Beans. pull up to our friends the flesh golem. Okay. What up? <laughs> and I'm gonna uh, attack it. Okay. The room does smell pretty bad as well. Uh, well, it's it's covered by incense and burning sage and other herbal tinctures but underneath awesome. all of that is a foul smell does you a 17 hit 17 does hit go ahead and roll damage rotting bodies underneath yeah <laughs> okay i rolled uh seven damage and then do i still roll a d4 for it And plus four, so eleven total damage. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. My perception is only good. Thirteen. Okay. Does your weapon seems to not have really had any effect? Oh, I thought it was a magic weapon. It is. Dang. It is a magic hmm. weapon. Oh, it's piercing weapon. Oh, that yeah, is slashing. Uh, so, weapons just don't seem to have any effect. You just kind of slice through part of the stitched flesh, and you slough a piece of flesh off, but it doesn't seem to react. Huh. <laughs> Opposite of the group over here. Anything else? Other than you kind of have a moment where you look at it and it doesn't even flinch as you just kind of slice off a piece of its flesh. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything else I can do, so... Okay. Alright, Dune. What are these monkeys doing? They're just, they're, they're, they're floating and flying ten feet above trying to give the flesh golem advantage on his attacks. Trying to distract you enough. Uh, can I shoot the one down that's closest to the door? Uh, make an attack roll. Nice sneaky sneaky thing. Uh, you want to get sneak attack off? Not sneak, so just regular. Yep. So it's just like, uh, yep, yeah, that will hit. Okay. 
It just, ah, as you let your arrow fly and it goes right through this adorable flying monkey and it just falls to the ground dead. What? It died? Yes. Oh, they don't have a lot of hit points. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Nim, you know what duty you're on. <laughs> just fucking vicious mockery. Flying monkey duty, got it. Alright. Anything else, Dune? Allie might get to it before I do. Might get to what? The flying monkey, monkey duty. I think I have a problem. Oh, I'm not killing the flying monkey. Uh, no, I'm. Then that's all I'm gonna do. Okay. Alright, Allery. <laughs> get you ready to roll. Did you really want? Oh. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? It is Allery's turn. Eldritch Blast! Alright! <laughs> Go ahead and roll an Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast! 16 plus 6, that's a 22! Nice, so more purple fire! Okay. Roll damage. So that's actually going to do a 1d10, a 1d6, plus 4. That is 6, 7, uh, 11 points of damage. Uh, Okay. Does it matter which kind it's all magical damage? Does it matter which what? Does it matter what kind it's all magical? Well, the Eldritch Blast seems to damage it as, it, as the purple flame ignites it. I did do a d6 of necrotic. Okay, that seems to affect it as well as your necrotic energy seems to dissolve parts of its flesh and it does react to this damage. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and then I would like to, um, I want to somehow block the door. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to turn to Nim. Right. But it's her house. The idea that she's a little silly. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll be able to see the door the... open, though. It's a, it's a latch thing, so can she, can you? I guess I assumed it was like a sliding bar. Was it? Was it one of those sliding bars? Etsy. It was a sliding bar. Okay, then never mind. Which means there's no way to. Yeah. Plus, if she opened the door, we'd be able to see the door open. It's it's not it's not much of a lock, but it's just a small lock. You're able to. Um, the latch is only the the bar is only about that big. That is it for Allery's turn, then. Okay. What the fuck is that flying monkey? Oh, they were running away. Alright. Yeah, most of them are gone at this point. Uh, okay. Uh, is it a bonus action to take out my a crossbow? What are you currently holding in your hands? Nothing. Then no, you can call that a free object interact as you draw your crossbow at the ready. All right, I am. Okay. I'm. Um, I'm shooting, dude, with crossbow. Okay, the now, flesh. Now, before you, now before you uh, do no, something, flying monkey. Okay. Flying monkey. <laughs> All right. Flying monkey at crossbow. Okay. Go ahead and make an attack roll. <laughs> flying monkey heard. 
Así. Yep, that'll hit. It's just about what you need. Uh, then roll damage. Uh, what is... These poor flying monkeys. <laughs> one, one. <laughs> I rolled an eight, so that's a ten. Okay. <laughs> Dead. I, I need to wait five days to resurrect the monkeys. <laughs> um, I know it's sad. That's that's all I do. I'm okay. I'm just chilling here now. All right. <laughs> if if Trey and Hella and Elena and Reese would like, you can all make attacks of opportunity. But I think at this point, unless you have a specific type of weapon, I don't, I don't believe it's going to do attack. anything. Okay, go ahead and roll. Um, yeah, I don't think I can't do anything to it, so I'm not gonna take a try. Does it have the capacity to do something? Absolutely, it just kind of smashes the lock and <laughs> 18 hits, right? Yep. So it's a d10 plus a mm -hmm. d6 because crumbs is work. Uh, that is 9 oh, force actually. damage plus uh, 9 force damage plus to damage from the hunter's mark, so that's 11 damage. Okay, so all right. Go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Oof. Uh, I rolled a six. Yeah, you, 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 take, a, you take a small uh, piece of flesh off the side of it as you... Uh, and a little chunk falls onto the ground, but it doesn't seem to be phased and just barrels right through the door. <laughs> still on fire and starts <laughs> uh, running full tilt towards the edge of the plateau. Well, Ella's just going to try and pursue and see what's going on. Seems like they're just running away. Kill it, though. And the other flying monkeys. That one is dead. That one is going to get off screen. So is that one. And that one. Uh, but we could track. I still have uh, Gabe, it is your turn, technically. Well, I'm. There's enough room to get out. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah the, the, the door is open. The flesh golem just plowed through the door and broke the lock uh, on its get way out. out. And do an Eldritch Blast. Okay. And that 20. That's oh. that 20. Okay. Uh, nice. Oh. Right, so go ahead and roll your damage as you form an Eldritch Blast and it doubles in size. It just and then ignites again and this glowing black and purple flame in your hand is just shaking with your with this the power of your of the energy from your patron. So eight force damage from the Eldritch Blast and is four four. Okay. What? Is that total? Was that with your Nat twenty for the eight? Uh, I rolled an eight on the dice. Okay. So, so I rolled an eight and a four on the hunter's mark. Okay, so double the hunter's mark, and uh, you can either double that or reroll. So you can either do uh, sixteen plus eight, which would be twenty-four. Yeah, I'll take the twenty-four. 
16. Can you re-roll and get something really bad? So you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't re-roll. So, oh. <laughs> and it just, as this massive blast of Eldritch energy, flaming Eldritch energy just engulfs it, and it's now burning with both standard flame uh, and this eldritch flame not having a good time. Is the Boston not dead? What's that? The Boston isn't dead yet? Nope, not yet. Not yet. Alright, Flying Monkey is dead. My screen on my TV was frozen and I wish I had taken a picture because Oh no! I, I hate I hate when I have awkward faces on stream. Uh, all right. It's funny because my screen happened to freeze. Because Allery is absolutely gonna step outside this door and Eldritch Blast. We're just gonna Eldritch Blast it. I think this dumbass from far away, like. <laughs> if it's within 120 feet, it's free real estate. All right. Well, Elena's gonna do the same. <laughs> Not as powerful as the other blasts, but still four force damage. In the Eldritch Fire. Alright, Reese, you're up, followed by Dune. And then Allery. Um, so Reese, I'll Dune, Allery. But I don't have I don't think I can attack it or do anything to it, so But I I will follow. I need one of you beefy frontliners to get Sentinel so things can stop running away from us. I know. I could take another level in Paladin when we level up and take that feat. Alright, so this massive hunk of stitched flesh is just kind of... I'm trying to think of what, what game it was. I, I can't think of what the image I had in my head, but it's just kind of shambling towards the edge of the cliff face. Is it gonna jump? Yeah, is it gonna jump up? Uh, I guess if it doesn't piercing or slashing yeah, if it, right what does it care about a little 1800 drop <laughs> it appears to be heading towards at full speed towards the edge of the cliff that's just like a power move sometimes you just gotta run off a cliff you know <laughs> Reese well, anything else well, you have an immunity to any sort of damage that's not magical like like bludgeoning and stuff What's the harm in jumping off the cliff? Wait, I, <laughs> my turn's done. I just... Because um... you can dash if you want. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I could but do you that. don't have to. Um, Dune. Um, I'm going to come over here. And I want to see if I can see the hag anywhere. Uh, make a perception check. <laughs> Excuse me. Huh. No dice. Oh, last time. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, <coughs> unfortunately, I'm sorry. This, I don't know what it is with this kind of great pomegranate juice, but it keeps making my throat close, which is not good. Not like in, in like an allergic reaction way, but. It's kinky. It just wants to choke you. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Yeah, I need hot drinks, more hot drinks. There. I'm just going to stay there in front of the door with my bow ready. And I'm going to hold my action. All right, so you are holding your bow, scanning the horizon for it. <coughs> My goodness. Any signs of the hag? Allery. Um, 
still displaced. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, fam. Here's the thing. I can We're stand on the trap right. door if you move. Right, but then I'm leaving you in there alone, and you don't have your full hit points. So she could take you out in one hit. I mean, I can cast Cure Wounds on myself. I'm going to hold Eldritch Blast for when this bitch tries to get in her trap door. Okay. Yeah. Alright, Nim, what when? you doing? Casting Cure Wounds on myself. Okay, alright, go ahead and roll the Cure Wounds dice. As you just take a deep breath and channel the energy of channel the energy of Sune and Was, had initiative roll 20. Yeah, that's a flush goal. Oh, where is she? Alright, so... What does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, it rolled twice. Oh, because you cast... Oh, oh, because you cast a higher level spell, so it's... That's including the... So if you cast it at second level, it's including the dice for your higher level cast on roll 20. Does anything... Does anything happen with a nat 1? No, so basically you rolled a nat 1 on a d8, and then you rolled your 1d8 plus 5. So, because you rolled it at a higher level, you get 2d8. The 1 is one of your 1d8s. The other one is your 1d8 plus... So I got 13 altogether? Yes. So you heal for 13 as you just take a deep breath and feel the warmth of Sune, and the pendant that you received from Melway Shaw just begins to glow with this warmth and you heal for 13. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna just... I'm gonna chill here with okay. Allery. I'm not going anywhere. Alright. Not I. That's the first spell I cast, because... Alright. Trey, you're up. It's running into the woods now and, and getting very close to the edge of the cliff face. Is it still within 120 feet? It's 100 feet away from me. All right. Elvish Okay, yeah, 17 definitely hits. Eight force damage. How do you want to do this? Oh, finally! So I'm gonna like hold my axe out, and I'm gonna like get the like Eldritch Blast energy in my thing. It's like. Get fucked! And just yeet it. All and right. I want to, like, to hit the back of its head to, All like, right. blow about with it. Sure. Alright, so yeah. Eldritch Blast, purple fire in your hand. You just, and you yell obscenities at it. And through the jungle, this missile of Eldritch energy, just as you watch it, shambling through the jungle, just crack it in the back of the head and ignite its whole body in this massive blaze of purple and black fire this eldritch fire that just when there's this towering inferno in the jungle of this magical uh fire and you hear the laugh of your patron just <laughs> echo on the wind as there's now this smoldering corpse of a smoldering a smoldering corpse of corpses. <laughs> swing, swing, swing. Chop, chop, chop. My axe is my buddy. We write the planet wrong. 
Uh, I'm just gonna use my movement to get back in. Case she shows up in here. Gotta protect him. Jarring transition on the epic fa- fantasy fight music, but <laughs> all right. Nim is almost back to full health. Her is good. All right. So are we out of are we out of combat? Yes, combat has now officially ended, and as you take take a moment to just kind of okay and collect yourself and gaze around at the somewhat foul-smelling witch's hut, you can kind of start to smell the underlying scents, and you see these two dead flying monkeys and this abomination, this construct in the at the edge of the jungle where it would drop off 1,800 feet down to the bottom of the plateau. It's not there is nothing. a calm eerie silence you can't shake the feeling like you're all being watched but combat combat has officially ended and as you take a moment what uh what was the comment by the way calorie's gonna say oh just feeling like they're watched okay nim go ahead sorry Nama is gonna say, um, do you think that cannibal bitch has, like, bodies in that trapdoor? Most definitely. Take a I wish she was in the trapdoor. Alright, so you all open the trapdoor, yes? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna shut the door behind me. Okay. By, by this, by this point, the, the moon is, I'm gonna write this down so I remember the, it's, uh, a waxing gibbous. Why does the moon face matter? Light lighting. Oh, I was like, oh no, are we dealing with werewolves? Is no, this because like um, werewolves. I just wanted to see how much light you have. So it's it, it's a clear night. It has cooled off significantly. Uh, you all worked up a pretty good sweat through most of the day today, but uh, the. Waxing gibbous gives you enough light uh, that pierces through. It's an open plateau. It's close to the stars. It's clear. It's you're approaching. The moon is on its waxing cycle, so you are getting more and more light in the evening. And on an elevated position, you have enough to see. It is now well past nightfall. It's about nine p.m. in the evening now. So there is starlight and moonlight above enough for you to see. You might, you, some of you without dark vision might have to strain a little bit. But as you, cast light. Okay. If it's gonna be something hard. Allery will cast light and then cuff, kind of like cup it with his hand so it's not so like bright. But okay. So as Allery opens the latch, um, he puts his hands down and this. What, what are you casting light on? Because light, I was thinking of the globules. But what are you gonna cast the light on? We'll cast light on his bracer. Okay, like so his all right. So you watch as he just kind of waves his hand over his bracer, and his bracer begins to glow. And you shine the light of your bracer into the bottom of this pit, and it is this modified cavern, this cave. It's only about 
I'm actually going to see. I'm not sure if I added the map because there is a map for that. I might have, but I don't know if I had enough. Oh, it did. I'll oh, go. No. I'll go down first, just in case there's something down there, because I have the most. I also want to go down. The amount of not wanting to go down, I have. <laughs> Can you all see? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not oh. going. So Reese, uh, Reese and Allery both jump down. Uh, Trey follows behind as well. Yeah. Okay. Reese lets Allery, Allery lets Reese go. Then Allery goes because Allery's not dumb. And here are the. Yes. As you jump down into the cave, there is this old, decrepit cavern filled with cobwebs and stagnant pools of fetid water. And in the corner of this cavern is this massive pile of decaying bodies and skeletons. Some fresh, some old. The bones appear to have been gnawed on and picked clean. And there is just a massive pile of bodies in the southwestern corner of the room. Some of which, uh, as well as armor, scraps of armor and weapons and rusty rusty blades and decaying bows uh, and rusted spears just littering the floor. Um, packs and clothing that have decayed and been worn and frayed by time, but a pile of just gnawed bones and rotting corpses just is stacked in the corner, and you, because some of them are somewhat fresh, and by fresh I mean <laughs> rotting and not just bones. That's nasty. Trey <laughs> is unfazed. <laughs> I get why people go around the plateau. I want to have all of you make an Arcana check. Ooh. Okay. Those are, three are, are everyone. The, the three that are in the basement. That's not 20. Ooh, nice. This is most nice. definitely the layer and behavior of a green hag. And you have this sickening realization that all of the villagers may have been simply slowly tricked, deceived, poisoned, murdered, or otherwise to be utilized as meals the hag to gnaw on and consume. I got an 18, so hopefully Allery You all kind of have the same thought yeah. that, that the I skulls the skulls piled up on the outside of the on the outside of the village palisades and these the rest of these bones here are the villagers. And that one by one the entirety of the village Men, the women, and the children were all consumed by the hag. What if we burnt it down? I was thinking the exact same thing. Oh my and... god, yeah. Cosmic war criminals! I don't yeah. say that. I'm like, buddy! Why? How come you saying that? I know, like, like, I don't think anyone here has fireballs, but part of me had that thing in my head that said, Fuck it. I don't care how small the inside of this place is. I cast fireball. Um, are there any like trees on the plateau? 
Surrounding, surrounding the the hut, yes. Uh, Trey's gonna go outside and start cutting wood to make a pyre. All right. Isn't it? It's the tent. It's like a house made out of wood, right? Like, can we just? It's made out of bones. It's you basically like a bone wood. structure, an animal bone structure that's covered in canvas, and and it, the the roof is thatched. So you need a lot. Well, you yeah, can but you, you can take about an hour to what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll say that. It, if you if you all collectively take about an hour or two to gather enough kindling okay. and, and wood, you can make a, enough wood to, to light can a fire I, and burn it down. Before we do can that, I hypothetically... Oh, can I hypothetically... Because I'm pretty sure I'm almost out of one of my Tejs at this point. Can I hypothetically make a Molotov out of the Tej? Make a survival check. <laughs> Also, um, just a fun fact, oh, you need a lot of wood to, like, burn a body properly. It needs to be a consistent flame for a few hours, that's uh, why I'm getting wood. Yeah, that's only 13. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say, if, if you use a whole, if you use, do you have, do you just have one bottle, or? I had two, but one has, like, oh. Left in yeah, I think I think thirteen would be enough to make a a modified, improvised sort of ignition device for the flame. If you want to try and spark it a little bit, you can do that. If you want to light the corpses with a Molotov, sure. Just get enough wood so to make sure the bodies are properly. Oh yeah. Are you trying to burn the hut, or are you trying to just burn the bodies? Or there, there's uh, not much of bodies. Oh. It's mostly bones. It's mostly bones. I mean, still, yeah. Also, There's very, very few that, flesh left. Know. Almost everything oh, has been picked clean. Yeah, burn it anyway so the witch doesn't have a home. Before, before we before, do that, can I... Before oh. we do that, uh, Emily had something. Yes. Yeah, before you burn anything down, I wanted to um, do two things. Okay. I wanted to investigate and see if there's anything valuable to take, and I wanted to make a perception check and see if any of our hair was taken. Okay. Um, <laughs> go ahead and make an investigation and perception check. Can I help with the investigation since I was up there too? Um, I'll say Dune... Uh, I'll say one of... Are you proficient in investigation, Nim? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so if you want to give Dune an advantage, you can. Just for the investigation? I love that Dune has become so paranoid about I am about the hair thing. Okay, so sixteen. Sometimes I forget that we're live on Twitch. <laughs> yes. So after a thorough after a thorough search of the of the hag's lair, you find nothing that could be considered of value or of use to you. Could I do an investigation check of like the basement? And your perception check, sure. Uh, and your perception check reveals that fourteen is enough to, especially because you've already had experiences with hags. Nothing appears to have been taken from you. No locks of hair or anything like that. 
We need to figure out what happened with Reese and Marco. Oh, I'm chill. Anyway. Reese is trying to cure her. Yeah. I cured her. It was probably supposed to, like, knock me out. But I rolled a dirty 20 on my investigation check for the basement. Okay. There is nothing of use in the basement, either. Um, I was gonna say that I wanna go to, like, the top floor, or the ground floor, and look through any kind of bottles and stuff, like any potions, and see if it was, like, a medicine check, if I can figure out what those liquids are. Okay, go, um, go ahead and make a, go ahead and make a arcana check for me, for the liquids. And, Dune, if you could just make a general, a general wisdom check for me. I rolled a 16, but I'm going to use my the Bardic Inspiration. Why? Why? Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, you you, you have a moment where you're where you think and you say you say, nah, there's probably just no treasure. That sucks. There's treasure. Wait, what did you do? Something about he rolled a three. <laughs> There's something of value here, but what did it's gone. We can't. Dune Dune now. doesn't know. So um, as far as as far as the, the concoctions, they are experimental witch brews and uh, there is uh, there is a few about a qu- about one fourth of a vial of the substance that was used to potentially knock all of you unconscious. Other than that, nothing it it, it appears to be um various alchemical experiments, some of which are just designed to distract from the smell of rotting of old bones beneath the hut. I'm gonna put Different down in my character sheet a quarter vial of unconscious juice. A quarter, a quarter vial of, a quarter vial of. Sleepy Benadryl. No. Benadryl. I'm not sure what to call it. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it's like a, a pink. It's like a pink tinged liquid. It's a. It's a. It's a custom item. It's basically like a a, a concoction that the witch was working on, kind of her own creation. Sleepy time tea mixed with like NyQuil and yeah, Benadryl. something like that, something along those lines. And, mm-hmm. and uh, some melatonin as well. Yes, things like things of that well, nature. Um, <laughs> magic. Look, magic items and shit can't burn, so let's just light her up. Yeah. I know. Also, okay. wait, I need I need a flame, but I have this Molotov. I have it in the box. I can make a little. I can light things on fire. Yes, I can also light things on fire with a tinder box. So the uh, three of you that are in the basement. Are you returning to this? Are you returning to the surface? Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna light the thing until everybody's out of the place. No, I mean, it's like no. I'm just gonna chill in the basement until. Yeah. Well, also, there know. there appears to be nothing of value in the basement either. Nothing, and nothing in the hut, and nothing in the basement. Essex. Yeah, yeah there's definitely no treasure here, yeah. It's fine. Trade spent enough time like stacking piles of logs to make sure everything burns through. All right. So uh, setting up the fire would bring you to about a, just before midnight, or closer to eleven eleven p.m. 
we gotta get ready to just ditch this place. Uh, is throwing a Molotov on this place going to take it like a spring? No, you can just toss it on and. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna wait till everybody is out and like a a good distance. Yeah. Okay. All right. So all of you make your way out of the hut, and after spending about two hours investigating and searching the I area, have to light my Molotov for me, though. Yes, and assisting each other with lighting your own homebrew, with lighting your own, yeah, I said homebrew, improvised Molotov cocktails. Um, I'm gonna move Reese out, so doesn't get. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. You ignite the hut. <laughs> And it starts to it starts to burn slowly at first, but then eventually a roaring fire at the top of this plateau. He can spend the night up lies here. before you. The green hag is still out there somewhere. Yeah, has with a hag nearby, and we have watches. Allery has alarm, and we're just tactically in a really good place. It'd be such a great time yeah. for someone to somehow have uh, as you hut or whatever. Yes, as you watch, as you watch the hut burn while discussing your options for placing other additional huts. <laughs> you watch as Man, you. I, I was I'm gonna just move the the flames burn a little bit more intensely, so you all have to back up just a little bit to shelter your back. Yeah, I'm not just... And you watch this hut burn, and all things considered, this this terrifying juxtaposition of this hag's hut and all of the suffering that she had inflicted on the villagers, and though there is nothing you could do for them now, you can't help but feel a sense of some sense of justice not complete as the hag is still out there somewhere but between defeating her construct and burning down her hut you feel as if you're working your way towards some semblance of justice for the people in the village and as the moon and as the moonlight and starlight glistens down on you and this these flames of the hut just burn brighter and brighter in the moonlight that's where we're going to end tonight's session. And I want to congratulate everyone on reaching level five. Right now. I need to decide an Eldritch Invocations. Holy shit. Oh my god. Invocations are so cool. Please make sure you read every single one of them. Yes. Um, which ones do you have? Because I don't want to like repeat. I would repeat, um, if you want to get agon- one of one that will affect your Eldritch Blast, so there's like Agonizing Blast, there's like Lance Blast, all that stuff, I would get the one that pulls shit to you. You There's one mm-hmm. of the Eldritch Blasts that'll pull things ten feet towards you. So, so you can start like reeling them in with your Eldritch Blast. I want to thank everyone um, on the Twitch channel real quick, all right, uh, and then we can do character <laughs> stuff. That's okay. I want to thank everyone on the Twitch channel um so many new followers today so many new friends thank you all so much for hanging out with us and bearing with us through the roll 20 technical difficulties i am at least happy to report that it is not me this time (laughs) it is 
a Roll20 issue. So thank you all for bearing with us and being patient while we work with a platform that is imperfect, <laughs> to say the least. So thank you all again so much. Thank you to all of our new followers. Uh, thank you for Absolute 20 Podcast for the raid. Um, thank you for all of our, our new friends and, uh, and um, new... Uh, murder hobos for joining us uh thank you so much and we look forward to seeing you again in two weeks where we will continue from the plateau of mabala the world has opened before you you have orlunga to the west where you were where you were told to seek wisdom the ziggurat at orlunga where most of the tracks you're following tend to lean in that direction there is also the wreck of this ship this mysterious ship that is somehow stranded or had somehow crashed and shattered in the tree line. And then there is also this strange floating earthy heart floating above the above the Aldani Basin to the east. Your options are many, as well as other landmarks and locales that have been discussed. So we'll continue again in two weeks and two Saturdays with more of the Crystal Coven Chimera's Tomb of Annihilation. Hell yeah. So thank you, everyone. Yes. Have a wonderful evening. And uh, we'll see you back here in two Saturdays. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Have a great night.